3: because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins
0: that's right keep your rider die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply
3: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new
4: hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai
2: majors, And you're listening to Door Bumper Clear, presented by OfferPad. Today, we'll cover why Talladega was so tame, a driver's-only meeting on Friday to discuss safety, Chase Elliott being the first playoff driver to win in advance, Byron's penalty, and more. Let's get started.
3: Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. All right,
4: ready, Freddy? Yep. That rhymes. What? I've never heard that before. Ready,
1: Freddy? Ready, ready, Freddy? Holy-
2: that's the first time. Are you ready, Freddy? Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors. It's part of the two cup car. <laughs> <laughs> read, the pa- read the paper. Read the paper. It tells oh, yeah, you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do I need to write I it? Seeing, out?
2: Actually, I was seeing if Freddy was actually going to catch it because uh, Where do he's you even not come
3: up with a two. Because he spotted for the two.
2: Yeah. The two Last cup year. car. Last I year, I was actually going to see if Freddy was how drunk. That's how uh, I judge how I'm bad not that, Freddy. Now he's not, not that bad. Drunk.
4: I'm pretty good. All right. right you ready? I don't know. That's staying in. We're
0: rolling. That We're rolling. State. Just keep All going. Right. Yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to add to the I'll the take the
2: 68 Xandy car, and um, I'll take the one truck this weekend, I guess, and the six-cup car. You got to take credit
3: for sending that dude across the infield. Brett Griffin, spotter 100%. for Colleague Racing, Daniel Hemrick, on Saturday. We had a ninth-place finish, and Justin Haley yesterday, I think we finished like 15th.
1: Oh, yeah
3: what's up Freddie crafts spotter for bubble wallace
1: thank you i mean uh, damn take long enough who else would I have this week i landed castle and Derek derrick Landon <laughs> castle had a great race Landon castle had a really good finish we didn't have a great race we had a good finish and uh, we shoved old aj out there to the win which is pretty cool for calling motorsports racing whatever the hell they are aj finally won a plate race yeah thanks to us because we were boxed in we couldn't do anything all you credit to i'll tell you one thing credit to there's another person that gets credit that didn't get a lot of credit a lot of people were Credit to uh, Landon for pushing AJ. Credit to Parker Kligerman, because Parker Kligerman would not leave Landon's bumper. We we made some moves knowing that Parker was going to be with us. That's cool. So, so, uh, so credit to Parker Kligerman a lot for helping us help AJ in a turn. But what's up, Casey?
0: Hey, guys. Casey Boat here, your official marketing professional. Shout out to Brett and Freddie for coming on the show today, because it doesn't sound like you guys would have made it if it was, what, 12 o'clock in the morning.
1: I got four hours of sleep instead of eight. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I was well rested. I went to
3: bed early when I landed.
1: <laughs> Your eyes are um, a little close.
0: I wish I could see
3: how many times Megan called his phone last night at 1.30. <laughs> because she kept hanging up was on us. Was well, it we I didn't sh- think it was that
1: late. It'll show you. I mean, we can look. Can you didn't look. think it was that late. <gasps> was it 1.30? Oh, it was 1.30. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jason. How's
0: it going?
4: Hey, Jason Schultz, Director of Content. Uh I can't believe Big Al's day is open that late. When are you going to meet us at Big Al's? Uh, what's some race coming up? Sunday, the Roval. Sunday. Well, I have no, no will no, we'll no, be no. working at the track. I don't so. care. We will be too. What about after Martin? <laughs> 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 Wait, really? We actually tend <laughs> to work what? at the track. <laughs> <laughs> what about Martinsville? Y'all go there after Martin. Maybe TJ <laughs> will even we're come. We're trying to really? get Big we're House. trying to
1: get Gluck to go with us after, after Martinsville, Martinsville. Then we
4: can all just come here. We'll stay up all night and then yeah. just show up in the morning. Come the street party at Big Al's. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing at the track? Uh, Connor Daly. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, that, well, that'll be
3: over early. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
4: if they're going to talk, we
3: should too. <laughs> they talk about all three of us. Exactly. They did. Dale Jr. did. That's I'm
1: used to that. He's a I clown. not believe they Dale did. would do that. He, t-
3: he said TJ was washed up. He said
2: mean things about both of you, too. Just I, not going to happen. I know. I agree. They're going to come at us. Yeah, f-
3: him. Clip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. And oh. That's being cut out. oh, I don't know how we got fired from my last job, but I know how we just got fired from this one. And it's your day we off. S- how are you going to get fired hey, on your day off, Come on, Craig. <laughs> oh, well, boys, it's been a good run. It's been a good What show run? number What episode? Like 271 yeah. or something.
2: How'd you get fired?
3: <laughs> well, uh,
0: we <laughs> are now looking for new hosts of DBC uh, for the, the thing is, of the year.
3: The thing is. You don't know how Dell Junior responds to that because if he's in a good mood, he'd laugh. If he's not in a good mood, well, there's one way to find out. You want me to call him? Let's. <laughs> hey, uh, Freddie. Uh, Freddie's got something
4: to say. <laughs> we'll just we'll see if he answers. I mean, we could. I mean,
2: <laughs> I'm really actually kind of nervous. Oh, about let's, I mean,
4: let's get to the bottom. I call TJ washed up. Yeah, uh, I just want to hear Freddie say. F- I, I'll, I'll stream it said, right. Yeah, I mean,
2: he fuck too.
3: So That's funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Talladega! Hold on, we're calling Dale. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh,
0: what's up,
2: TJ? Hey, uh, you're live on the show, and um, Freddie's got Freddie's a little pissed off that you were talking shit about us.
3: What did
2: I say? I don't. In that in the Connor Daly thing, you had uh, some remarks about all of us.
4: Well, you don't even know what
2: they were. No, I know what <laughs> they <laughs> were, but Freddie had to say something. Go ahead, Freddie. Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Freddie uh, left Big Al sometime after one thirty too. Freddie so. is not
0: sober today, so <laughs> I want to
1: know why TJ's washed up.
2: Yeah, I'm washed up. Oh. Freddie was, uh, Freddie. I don't know what Freddie and Brett were. I, I was. Of, I was
3: absolutely not. I was afraid. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: I mean, obviously, you guys never drove race cars, so y'all probably are. I right? did drive a race car. Fred. Oh god. I <laughs> <laughs> probably don't need to be in the Cup Series though. That's
1: pretty much. I, think that's- I can. There's some other people that don't need to be out there either. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just wanted to
2: get your live uh, live take on it, so I'll check yeah, in with what, you after a while. What's been
1: the hot debate this morning?
2: Well, you. <laughs> so
1: far, oh my god, man! After everything going on this week, yeah, oh, don't worry, yeah, we're just getting started. to it now.
2: We just we're just kicking it off, so I'll I'll catch you later
1: on. All right, all, all right, right. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> oh. Damn, we still got jobs. <laughs> you know, good. We gotta, Until to We got so to come good. back yeah, next year. I, I feel better now about it. <laughs> we continue. All right, boys. Thought uh, the last we're, supper. We're back. Just about right, right, the last Tal supper. what
0: did you guys think?
3: Uh,
1: uh, yep.
0: There's
3: a lot. The truck race was embarrassing on a lot of fronts. S- super embarrassing. Um, the Xfinity race, I thought, was an amazing race. And I have spotted, gosh, 80 to 90, probably cup play more than that, counting the duels and stuff and the, and the clash and all that. I mean, I probably spotted close Damn to a 100 year old. super speedway races, and that was my least favorite race I've ever spotted. The cup one, life. the, cup, the one, cup one sucked, it was terrible.
0: Tell us why. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, it, it, it was hard to
1: pass like you weren't going anywhere from the only way your line moved is if the the, the entire line was determined by the first two cars in your oh line. oh yeah we figured that out if you <clears throat> couldn't if you couldn't tandem and push to the front like if you were third and back in your line you were at the mercy of whatever them guys up front were doing yeah we figured out we were running behind blaney in the outside lane and, and by the, the way thanks for cost me dbc picks tell brad i appreciate that sorry um who won TJ. TJ. I think yeah. did I pick Logano? No,
4: I don't know. I don't remember who you picked. Easily distracted. I nailed it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I
3: picked Denny. Oh, I didn't win. TJ won. But no you f- said that? We just said that. Jeez. I'm glad I didn't pick Logano because he raced like a girl. Before I forget, you left you
1: left a curse word in last week, Jason. Darn. I think he heart does heart. He it on purpose.
2: Now that's the word. I hope he gets the one in there this week, the first one can <laughs> i don't know if i
3: keep saying it
2: um yeah i don't know if i keep saying that i wasn't talking about him i was talking about Brett on that one uh, <laughs> um anyway we it definitely the second car in line how good he could push the first car which was irrelevant you couldn't really do it on the bottom because the bottom just stacks in a three and you can't say connected is good but, um, you and Busher were working well together at one point. Uh, yeah, we never I mean, stayed out, got some trap position, right? Yes. We, we were just trying, you never know how these races are going to go. So we figured if there's a wreck, we got taken out so early at Daytona, it was like pointless. So we wanted to avoid any of that if we could and do some strategy stuff to get up front later, which worked. I mean, we were actually in a really good spot in the last pit stop there. We came out second behind Blaney,
3: but obviously we had a speeding penalty. So that uh, shuffled us right out of that and did you did you notice yesterday because you've done a gazillion plate races too like when we would catch a car that had lost the draft down the backstretch like it was insane it felt like the pack compared to the single car was faster than it's ever been like the gap between how slow that car was and fast the pack was like oh, i would yeah. be looking through my binoculars and i'd be like <gasps> panic yeah
2: you catch them quick well that and honestly I did notice this race. In races in the past, most of the lap cars never moved off the bottom. Here, everybody moved up, which was it's way
1: better like that. Way like, better. It, I, I did have one guy move to the middle and try to block me as I was riding who was around it? the back. I'm not telling. I'm not saying who Is it was. He, you're
0: what an idiot. for Does league? he belong in the Cup no, series? No,
1: probably not. Oh, <laughs> what, what does he wear? Yeah, <laughs> probably a fire suit. <laughs> I would
4: I hope hope it's, anyway. I hope it's
3: more layers than Jordan uh, Anderson's fire suit. Ooh, no kidding. <laughs> that was a scary wreck.
2: But anyway, back to your point, the second car dictated the lines a lot. And we could shove Blaney way out there. We actually pushed Blaney for about three laps and gapped the inside lane by like 12 car length, like yeah. 12 cars. And then we start chilling out for a little bit. And um, But yeah, we were in a really good spot and got the speeding penalty and kind of. Threw it all away, but it was You didn't throw
3: it away worse than the 21 car did on Saturday. That car, Austin Hill had a car that was as fast as I've ever fast. seen in my life. I mean, I've, I've watched, you know, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr. have... Even Elliot Sadler and, and Joey Logano back in the day when we would duel it out. Like, have dominant cars well, and, and going to win cars that stood out. But he just made a stupid move and ran Noah high. They got screwed up and, I mean, he took him. He literally, his decision to block high and do that, took him out of the race. And he recovered so quickly, he didn't need to do that. Yeah. I didn't think.
2: I didn't even see I it. I thought we were reckoning one-to-one time when we were passing Blaney for the lead on the outside. Did
1: you see that? Oh, yeah. What the hell? I have no idea. Like, that's five lanes you're blocking. Yeah. He and, ran you. I mean, you were outside. You had a nose on him outside, oh, he, and he, and he and ran he, you straight in the fence. I knew he ran you in the fence. I just I
2: knew don't, I don't know okay, fine. If you're going to block that hard, I mean, you're blocking. Okay. You're going to, you're trying to dominate this race. The next lap, you drop the anchor and go to the back. Why are you blocking that hard? And then throw the anchor like that. Yeah.
1: It was like like two laps later. Like you did all that blocking and then bailed out. Yeah. And like, (laughs) like I
2: get it. You're going to block, but we, I really think Brad had a nose out there enough to, that he should have gave him a lane too. That was um, a little ridiculous in my opinion, but um, yeah, and especially if you're going to give it up, why even block that hard if you're going to give it up? Yeah, if you're just going to bail eventually, why? Like, yeah, what are you doing?
0: There was a lot of conversation on the broadcast around you know drivers and spotters trying to take note of who works well together. Like towards the end of the race, who did you guys have on your list? I know Blaney mentioned Brad was. On his list of working well together, which I was a little just, surprised it's about. It's not so
1: much working well together, but you notice fast cars. Like the 11 super fast yesterday. The 12 was super fast yesterday. Brad was good. Like, you just notice who's got the best cars, and that's the guy you want to work all, with. Like
2: It all comes down to the handling, too, because they're... And I've been doing this enough now that I've heard the, the word handling come up, and they won't push. If they're not comfortable, they won't push. Yeah, And you got to have these cars driving good to be able to push, and... I knew our car was driving good and Blaney's car was driving good because we came out of the dog leg or out of the tri every time and we're pushing Blaney out of the tri If you're pushing through the tri-oval, you're pretty stuck. Like, you're good. Now, we were shoving him
1: out of it's the- It's hard th- to believe you were pushing anybody after that yeah. Daytona 500. Yeah. Because you wrecked half the field there. Yeah, I know, we did. You know- I told, I said, I said to Bubba one time, I was like, the top line's rolling because the six is pushing to 12, but that didn't work out great last time we did this. <laughs> it worked out <laughs> great this time. It, it's just certain cars, if you- and you got to figure it out whether they can be pushed or not. And, I mean, and there's guys that can can get pushed too. Like there's some guys can that it. can Blaney, handle yeah. being pushed. Blaney's like Blaney's one of the guys. We that can, saw that with uh, who was it? Harrison. R- Harrison yeah. And yeah, you know Harrison and Ricky. As soon as Ricky got to his bumper, he got Harrison out of shape, and that was the end you of know, that. You know, like this is this I've kind of wondered this too. Is like in Harrison's spot?
2: Do you really want to be in front of that? Like, I know you want to go to the front, but like, are you in a? Are you ready for that? You know what I mean?
1: Like. <laughs> I <laughs> I we were we were finally got that we were trying to make a third lane because we were we had to start in the back because we had engine change and we were just working our guts out to try to get a third lane formed and we finally got one that was half ass making progress and as we come by the tri oval Harrison pulls up and I go. Uh, 21's leading us now that's probably not great and yeah. we didn't make it to the start finish line I you mean, do see right? certain guys leading <laughs> lanes and you know like yeah you know if you see the
2: 43 the nine the 12 the 47 if they pull up in front of the third lane it's gonna work it's, it's gonna, gonna make a little progress yeah you yeah. can they know how, if it's if it's a possible you' gotta, you gotta have make a guy work.
1: that knows what he's doing like knows how to stall lanes and then move your lane but when 21 there's, literally there's was, a number of cars that said. we see oh yeah you know when that
2: car pulls up like
1: yeah, not,
2: there's This is, plenty this of is not going to go well. Yeah, I'm not saying. <laughs> Repeat offenders, kill
1: the lanes. Yeah. What else we got? Uh-huh. Are you going
3: d- to...
4: Right? <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. We'll get to more of this in spot on, spot off. What was your reaction to hearing Bowman was going to be out with a concussion? Uh-huh.
3: My reaction was not surprised. Uh, and I say that, Jason, because I was beside of his spotter, longtime friend of mine, Kevin Hamlin, and... Uh, We were having some conversations around Alex's demeanor after the wreck over the radio. Um, And I literally, when the red flag came out that day, I I watched him get out of the car um, to see how he physically was looking. Uh, This opens up a major concern for me because this driver – hit the wall. And he made the comment over the radio, that's the hardest I've ever hit the wall. And his demeanor over the radio had his spotter concerned for his safety. Uh, No concussion was ruled because he did not have to go to the infield care center because he continued on, yet he continued to race. Uh, I think we just saw with the Tua incident with the Miami Dolphins that Um, back-to-back concussions in in a short amount of time can can really mess you up, right? So I don't know that there is a solution to this. I don't have anybody to blame for this. But Alex's safety was certainly in jeopardy for the rest of the Kansas race. Um, It was in jeopardy when he got into the world of outlaw car, and that's probably when he realized, "Uh uh-oh, something's not right. I don't know that. I've I've texted back and forth with him, but it was just to wish him well. It wasn't to ask questions or pry. But I would imagine when he got in that world of Outlaw car, something wasn't right mechanically with him. And that's when he raised the the flag of, man, I probably need to be seen. And obviously it was determined that he had a concussion and he did not need to race a Talladega. And all I'm going to say about that is, thank God, because there ain't a more dangerous place in the world to drive a race car than Talladega Super Speedway. Um, But, man, how do we how do we evaluate a guy that we didn't think need to be evaluated but the the signs were there, right? But but as a spotter, uh, we we don't know what to do in that situation. I don't know whether to text, you know, Justin Haley's girlfriend Libby, or his mom, or or him, or Chris Wright. I, I don't know what to do. If I'm in the situation, I don't know what to do. But this is scary. That a hit that, as everybody said on TV, didn't look bad, um, was bad, and it's very. I, Kevin Hamlin said, "A we had a prominent figure in our sport." Um, I would call him a prominent figure in our sport that came out of the elevator shaft while we were all sitting in the lobby at Michigan. TJ, were you in there for this? And he advised us that if oh, we yeah. see our driver with a rear impact about to happen, what did he ask us to do, TJ? Uh, lean your head back. Tell your driver to lean their head back because we were coming on the heels of Kurt Busch backing his car in at Pocono. Obviously, suffering a very bad concussion here we are months later and he's still not back so if you see your driver backing it in tell him to lean his head back well that tells you where the brunt of the force is going in those kinds of of wrecks do we have time to do that sometimes do they have time to listen to that and react to that oh that's tough but at the end of the day kevin hamlin did an amazing job he radioed him and said lean your head back and we saw how violent that in-car camera was with Alex Bowman. Obviously, concussions are when your brain bounces off of your skull. I, I this has created a lot of concern. There was already concern off a of Kurtz deal, and I would say concern was at a six after Bowman happened. Freddie, I'd say these guys are at about a ten point ten. And the thing that the thing that concerns me is a lot of these guys
1: they're they're competitors, right? I mean, we see this in all forms of sports. We see this everywhere credit to Alex for for actually coming forward and saying he's got an issue because I know for a fact there's guys out there that ha- feel probably similar to Alex or have had issues and they're not going to say anything because they don't want to get out of the car they're a drivers to-
3: a driver's biggest fear is someone else driving yeah. their race car yeah.
1: yeah and it's just it's like like if you're gonna like this is like a you know please if you have an issue you feel because the problem is if you have one concussion the next one's gonna happen way easier you know and then down the line and it's only gonna get worse i'm sure dale well, can tell you that the next one's easier well i'm just saying but like it, feels, it seems like different. it happens it seems yeah. like
3: it happens but there's scientific proof after you've had three you're you're in trouble but i mean i definitely think like with the football deal two in a in a short, in a short of time, time
1: that's yeah. not good Oh, for so sure. i'm saying like like if you if, they, if you have a big crash somewhere like and you've, like if you if you feel day. anything like don't get back in the car or at least get checked out make sure you're good you know, it's just this is just a race. I mean, this is a sport. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Your person, your safety
2: and your health come first. Your well
1: being, yeah. Your well being from years in the future. I mean, you could like, I Timmy Salamito is a kid that I helped out, like, like a young kid that was running modified and stuff, and he had a big wreck at the Atlantic City Gambler's Classic in a TQ midget, and like literally broke his helmet on the wall and had a bad concussion, and then like I was like, you need to take a year off. Like, you can't. You should not be back in a race car. Into because he, oh, I'm I'm okay, but like I I still feel a little bit. I'm like, if you feel anything, stop getting in a race car. And then he
3: he went out and and crashed again and and got another concussion, I don't know, six months later or so. But I'll give huge props to NASCAR for everything that they put in place to measure, to baseline these guys' brains and to monitor it. Um, But now we're to the point where they're getting concussions in wrecks that they can continue on the race and. I don't. I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Yeah. What, I mean, what's the
1: protocol? Like, do you bring them down pit road? And, like, you can't stop the race to give them a, a concussion protocol no, test. No, like, no. I don't. I don't know. And what there's that so is. many
0: more factors too. Obviously, not as important as somebody's health, but you know, the teams when it comes to sponsors, when it comes to a driver that may be on a, a lower budget team that gets paid per race that needs that salary. I mean, there's so many factors. Tons. of factors. I, I'd imagine that driver has a lot to think about and to de- before he decides like to make a call. I,
3: I you know. Kurt's situation, he was sidelined by NASCAR. Make no mistake about it. He was parked. Hey, buddy, you can't race. Alex's situation, big hats off to him for saying, hey, something's wrong. Because he was the only one that knew that in that car. And and of all the places we go to race, this is going to sound crazy. Of all the places we go to race, Talladega is the easiest to drive for a driver. Elliot told me a million times, Brett, your grandmother could get in that car and qualify it just as fast as I can. You get in there, you hold it wide open, and you run around the bottom for a lap. Your grandma could do that. Obviously, the strategy of drafting completely changes that. It's a game of chess at 200 miles an hour. But in terms of actually driving the car on your body, it's the easiest place to go. It's obviously... Or one, of, it is one of the most dangerous places to go as well because of the wreck factor. But Alex could have easily said, man, I'm going to push through right here. It's my team. It's my sponsor. It's I'm in Rick the playoffs. playoffs. I'm yep. in the playoffs. I've got all this pressure in the world on me. He deserves a freaking award for manning up and doing what's best for him. I I I have I have I have there have been times in my life when I wanted to choke the guy for doing immature things this was a long time ago like I've seen him grow up I've seen him make better decisions this is hands down an amazing mature decision by Alex Bowman
0: so what happens next now as far as concussion protocols? He'll go through various tests before he can get cleared for yep. s- Charlotte.
3: They've got a couple tests that they do. Um, I had the names written down in my phone that Tom Bryant when NASCAR gave me, and I couldn't pronounce any of them. Uh, I had to Google how to pronounce <laughs> them, but they it got a couple Smith. tests they do. Um, <laughs> one one, one <laughs> is very <laughs> thorough at the beginning of the year, and the other one is one they do after accidents. So, again, we're speaking to the baseline stuff and, and the neurologist. They've got three neurologists they work with. Um I just hope he's okay, man. I, I don't know, you know, when you can when he can come back. Obviously, it's it's probably got to you now he's got to be released by NASCAR. by NASCAR and by his own personal doctor. Um, and and look, man, the Roval ain't an easy one to come back at. Uh, it, it's it, we talk about easy to drive at Talladega. The Roval's not easy to drive. No, no, <clears throat> not at all. You're slamming on brakes. You're turning left. You're turning right. Um, it's it's quite quite a challenge, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, the you know the the. The places where we see the concussions seems to be where they back in. Oh, yeah, that's always. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's going to be hard to. I think. I mean, it just seems like mile and a half stuff. Really, is where the dangerous part is. I mean, you can still wreck hard at Martinsville and stuff, but I think, um, as far as like carrying all that corner speed and backing in and and stuff like that, I think what do we have left? Speaking of corner speed and hitting hard, how about Corey the Joy yesterday? Oh, scared the heck out of me. Do you know what happened? Yeah, I heard that's I don't want to say, but it's do that when I heard I was like It wasn't a blown tire. It no. was I
1: looked. so
3: the the I angle thought he a right front. Wreck, I thought he that's blew it I right thought. front.
0: That's what on the broadcast, that's what it sounded
3: like. Yeah. And that was not the case. No. No. It had a major <laughs> malfunction inside of the cockpit. Major yeah. malfunction. What we'll anything to do with a driver? No, yeah. Nothing to nothing do with the to driver. Nothing to do with yeah. no, it. He didn't fall asleep at the wheel, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You ever drive a little tax car when you turn the wheel and the, car, and the wheels don't
3: turn? Yep. Hmm. That's kind of what happened to Corey yesterday.
0: It happened to me in the golf cart, so.
3: Scary. It did happen to you in the golf cart. Very similar situation. <laughs> yeah,
0: clearly. <laughs> I mean, he's
3: running 200 and you're running <laughs> that's two. That's,
0: yeah, fair. <laughs> mm. uh, the parts for the, both the golf yeah. carts. Thank well, <laughs> <So, laughs> God you
3: had on a Hans device, Casey. B- before he wouldn't we, be with us today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> before we move on, before I forget talking about injuries, uh, DJ Vanderlei had yes. a bad race um at texas last week i know his dad's a big fan of the show every time i ran into him at millbridge he would talk about how much of idiots we are on the podcast yep. um go to casey or kane it's- screen printing buy a dj strong t-shirt right now uh they're selling them on another 20 bucks all the proceeds go to dj's family obviously he's got a long road ahead of him best wishes to him but uh yeah go to K- uh, kane I can send, Screen uh I'll, I'll tweet it out okay
0: um i bought a few like yeah i mean anything we could do to support i saw i was there the other day
1: picking up some stuff for couch racer and i seen that the, the shirts look great so very uh, sad deal yeah i mean yeah. terrible deal for him but uh just i know they're fans of the show so thinking about him best wishes to him but go support the family go buy a t-shirt and uh support dj and his family
0: all right let's hear a little bit more about our presenting sponsor Offerpad.
3: Have you been thinking about selling your home or want to in the future, then you need to listen up. OfferPad is the best place to sell your home right now.
1: It's easy, convenient, and gets you sold fast. It takes less than five minutes to get
2: started. Log on to OfferPad.com and complete the form about your home.
3: Yeah, man, it's easy. Just answer some basic questions about your home and OfferPad will get to work on your competitive cash offer.
1: Within 24 hours, you will receive that cash offer and have complete control on your next move. You can either
2: take the stress-free cash offer that includes no showings, a free local move, and allows
3: you to pick your own closing day. Or you can list with OfferPad and receive a backup cash offer, local agent support, and free cleaning and landscaping.
1: We're racing at home in Charlotte this weekend, and OfferPad has a market all across Charlotte. If you want to live in the heart of NASCAR country, Charlotte is the place for you. And OfferPad can make that happen. When asked where you heard about OfferPad,
2: select the NASCAR option to know we sent you.
4: Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Uh, here we f***ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ, um, uh, uh, there's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for spot on, spot off.
0: Spot on, spot off. First topic. The next gen car is great for super speedway racing.
1: Oh boy. I think Jason put this in there just to see us go nuts. <laughs> I like, I read this last night, I was like, this is some <laughs> trying to piss us off.
0: <laughs> and it's working. Let's Ready start go. with <sighs> Brett.
3: Oh man. Uh spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there and just keep knocking the hell out of each other and have nowhere to go. It's it's um it's very frustrating. And and again, I love super speedway racing. Uh, there were a few factors that made me want to come back full time spotting this year. Super speedway racing was one of the top three or four, and the racing is not great. It has to be the the, the top line yesterday when we would get three wide. The top line could not sustain any sort of energy, get momentum. It was a legit struggle. I mean, there were a couple times that there were three to four cars up there that, generally speaking, like a Bubba Wallace, um, that can pull a line, right? Some guys' some guys' cars are fast enough. Corey, Corey LaJoy, bless his heart, he's not going to get up there and pull the top line, okay? It's not going to happen. Let's just be realistic. Bubba Wallace, 100%. He's supposed to be able to get up there and pull the top line. And there were multiple times yesterday that it just legitimately cannot form. And that place is five lanes wide. It's almost like we've we've done what we did at Michigan. We ruined Michigan when we repaved it. We come back, and it's a single-lane racetrack. Talladega is not supposed to be a two-lane race. It's supposed to be a three-, four-, five-lane race. And the Xfinity Series cars are harder to drive. Let's just be honest. They're harder to drive. If you get up there and knock the piss out of each other, guess what you're going to do at Talladega? Crash. You're going to wreck. Guess what happens when we knock the hell out of each other yesterday? Nothing. We went faster. We went faster. <laughs> That's the answer. We went faster knocking the ever-living hell out of each other at 180 miles an hour. So I am, Jason, on your topic, uh, the next-gen car is great for super speedway racing. <laughs> Spot off. Listen, the what the two things – Like this,
1: this car has ruined our best two avenues of racing, short tracks and super speedways. Like it's, it's, I'll, I'll give you credit. It's 100% better lately at mile and a half than we've had in the past. A million times. But, but the, the, the racing that we've kind of been built on was short tracks and super speedways. And they 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 they're not good anymore. Like I, to, to Brett's point, we were in the back a lot yesterday. We started in the back and just the way stage breaks and stuff worked out. We were in the back and Bubba typically we're super aggressive. We always try to get to the lead. So we're just trying to get to the top lane. Make And, and in the past, in the last car, we could go to top lane and be in the top five within three or four laps. Like we can make some stuff happen. Get that top lane, get the top lane rolling. Yesterday, I couldn't do it. Like we could not. We'd get up there. We'd have three or four guys go with us. We'd get to about tenth or fifteenth and just fall apart. Like every every time we tried. We the one time we had a little bit of momentum was when Harrison pulled up and we all got wrecked. But same, I was in there. But you know, like and and I'll tell you what. Another thing. Yesterday, we didn't have a lot of people. Say, like, oh, we didn't have a big one. You know why we didn't have a big one? These guys are afraid to crash. Like how many drivers? I, Bubba, didn't, Bubba never voiced it, but we talked to drivers last night. We talked to drivers throughout the weekend. They were, they were. I seen Ross did an interview. They were afraid to crash. You can't have a race where these guys are terrified of crashing because they don't know what's going to happen. So that's why you didn't. I mean, there were that. Not that the aggression level was turned all the way down, but there was obviously it was lower because we didn't have the big wreck. And I think it was part TJ because these guys are were afraid to crash yesterday. I don't. Uh, it wasn't obviously the best Super Speedway race that I've seen, but
2: I don't think it's. I, I don't mind not. Five guys being, in a, you know, get a run, anybody be able to get a run. I like the fact that you have to work for track position a little bit. You have to do things to try to get it and make things happen like that. And, and I saw some, I saw plenty of blocks up front that were super aggressive. I saw bloody. a lot of, <laughs> I, well, that one, yes, that one too, but the 99 was really aggressive. Uh, there was some pretty good pushing going on up there too. Like they were, they were, but only in the top four. Yeah, it was definitely harder to get there. But like, you know what? I, I'm, I'd almost rather I'd almost rather have that than you be able to go out there and get a run from thirteenth and just drive up B five wide. Like the problem I don't was, think this is the greatest package, but I don't mind it
1: being harder to do. The problem was no matter how hard you worked, you if you weren't in the top three of your row you couldn't do, like, you could be the best plate racer no, in the world. Yeah. You couldn't do anything. Nah, you were riding. If you, you were, were eighth eat,
2: place on the outside, you were just chilling there. Yeah, like, and, and
1: that's the that's the thing I don't like, you know, because, the, like, there's guys out there. Joe Logano's a perfect example. Like, the most aggressive plate racer was in the back all day long because. Well, he got he, wrecked.
2: But when did he get wrecked? In that Harrison wreck. He was
3: in that. He didn't try to race again the rest. He of the day. never yeah. tried. Well, again. I mean, he never that, even attempted to race but
1: again.
2: But that was their—they were padding their points. They were like—they were point racing. It's just like there's guys that can make stuff happen, and they—they they just couldn't. But he do didn't it try. It yesterday. But, yeah, but you know like, I still saw the guys. Tried. I still saw the guys that didn't start up front and get to the front. You How many times did Martin Truex try yesterday? Nah. Uh, no, when the green flag dropped, his race was over. You saw the good guys of their plate racing
3: get to the front. Of it. How many times did Austin Dillon tried yesterday? Uh, same cool. as Mars. The Bass Pro Shops were together back there. How many times Joy Logano try? What much? Well, he he, I was, mean, he, tried he was in the first stage a little bit. Yeah, he was rolling yeah, in the beginning. Then, there. Hey, at the end of the race, he was hanging on to the back of the pack, and I don't mean hanging on as in he sucked. I mean hanging on as in he didn't. He wanted nothing to do with it.
0: I think there's a heat. There that's was because a huge... he
3: was point racing. It... Yeah, I, I, look man. He's point racing. Well, we had, they, literally, listen, they literally said right, there, told them. me we're not going. We're we pad, had, we're be we Sixty thousand people pay for grandstand tickets yesterday. Okay plus whatever was in the infield. I'll say another 20,000 are out there making babies. But (laughs) we had 60,000 people pay to watch a race yesterday. And we were at Talladega, a five-lane racetrack, and we ran two-by-two. For 90% of that race?
0: I will give them credit in that there were a ton of lead changes, but I think a difference between the spring race and even Daytona... Well, is a different we, story. We,
3: we cannot go back to Talladega Super Speedway and run two by two for four f***ing hours.
1: How, how ironic was it that Joey Logano last week said... These guys that ride around the back aren't working. They're, they're they don't deserve finishes. And <laughs> then, then he does that. And then he rode around the back all day yeah. yesterday.
4: <laughs> but I mean, uh,
1: there's opportunity
2: to flip to flip your strategy. Though we rode around the back the first part of the race, and, and
3: we not, got. I'm to not the front. saying I'm not saying that. I'm saying But when, you got
1: to the front by pitch strategy. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. What, but, but that's I'm saying, okay. like you, I mean, if, if, why does it have yeah, to be another way? No,
3: but I'm saying if you like.
1: Brad is an accomplished well, no, plate racer. I will racer. say
2: no, not all. By it. we restarted like twelfth on the outside, and we got up to
3: the top. We got up to behind Blaney at some point on here, the outside. Here, here's where you're missing the boat, in my opinion. How talented is Brad as a plate racer? Uh, probably one of the best. How much did that factor into where he would finish yesterday? Well, we sped on pit road, so regardless, but we how, got, how much? How much would that have factored into where he finished yesterday if it would? If, factored if in, let me finish. If he doesn't have great track position with ten to go. Oh, you got a track position. Where, where'd you finish? I don't even know. We Do left down. Well, you well, got, we
1: got lucky, you got lucky dog. Dog. Yeah. But in, in years past, like you could make stuff happen on a green, white checker and get back to the nope, top 10. not in this car.
2: But the only way that's going to happen is if everyone, everyone can get a 30 mile an hour run and make a big, take a big run. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that not happening.
3: Did you, but i we Brad's made our talent, own luck. Brad's talent is significantly discounted in this car at Talladega Super Speedway. True or false?
2: Uh, I think that's partially false because we – I didn't say how,
3: partially. Is it well, true or false? You can, I think you, it's
2: false because Brad figured out how to push – He was learning the Pacific. Because he was second in it. line.
1: If you're sixth in line, you're not going anywhere. But that's the also, point.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's – If you're sixth in line, you got to wait and see what happens. But we were in that spot. We got up there. because We were who's a better? Who's
3: a better play racer? Brad Keselowski or Todd Gilliland? I
2: Brad mean, it's Keselowski. Brad, yeah.
3: Not yesterday. Todd Gilliland was. It's not because this. of Todd is, It's because of this car and because of where he's positioned in the line. Todd did a really good job yesterday. He did a great job. He was behind
2: us a lot of that run. I was he worried. Was I looked out.
1: up one time. I said, oh, 38's leading the top line. It's going to go backwards.
3: And it didn't. No, nah, he like, did a good it, job. He did a good job. Yeah. Well, that's because also Sendrick finally decided to man up and push. What did you, the radio transmission I, I say? I'm not saying what I thought. What <laughs> <laughs> I, I used a bad word. I'm not. I've quit cussing today. I'm okay. Done. I just don't. $100 next time you cuss. <laughs> I went I to big house can, last night. I don't think I got $100. I
2: think there could be some work done on it, but I'm okay with it being a strategy and, you know, having to work more to
3: get there. I'm not okay with what happened Do yesterday. you think, and then Jason, I'll shut up. We can move on. Do you think that 185 miles an hour that the car behind you should be able to drive up to you and knock the ever living out of you? Because that's what they're doing out there. Some of them. I couldn't hit anybody yesterday. But do you saw what happened in the front. Do you think at 185 miles an hour, someone should be able to hit you that hard and you maintain control? Do you no. think that's good racing?
2: I don't think it's as easy as what you're saying it is because we had to work on our car well, to just say, get we to that. Had,
3: yeah, I if don't, it's not easy, why didn't we see a big wreck yesterday?
0: Well, people are also scared.
3: Well, I think there's two things. I think it's harder to I think scared is a
2: weird word. I don't think they're as scared as you think.
3: I, when they put, they, and I, listen, listen I, said, right I said in my driver's meeting. Okay, we had a, we had a team meeting, and I had Daniel Hemrick in there. He drove a 16 car yesterday. Obviously, Justin drove a 31. And I said, you guys are talking all this talk, but when y'all put these helmet on, helmets on, you're going to turn into a bunch of animals because that's what you do. I I, I disagree with you. I think these guys, it was in their minds. Ross Chastain
1: got out of his car and said he had stomach aches because he was worried about crashing. There's a guy that we talked to last night at dinner that said when we went green, he was only worried about wrecking. Like, it's in their mind while they're out there, whether or not they act on it or whatnot. But the fact that it's in the back of their mind, you can't be out there doing what they do and worried about wrecking.
2: But so you're saying they all drove more sensible because they're worried about wrecking. I don't know. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I mean, it looked a lot more. I mean, they drove with a lot more. There was a lot. There weren't as many as aggressive moves yesterday
1: as I've seen in the past. There was Ooh, definitely wasn't as many. There's just there's man. shows because we didn't have the big wreck. But I don't know that they changed the way they drove. It's like an accepted fact that we're
3: going to wreck at these places I now. I it's a bit of both. And, I saw a bit of both. And I these mean. guys are – But I, I didn't see a bad race yesterday. Like, I don't want this to come across wrong. I did not see a bad race. <clears throat> I just hated the way we had to race. That was my struggle. Like, if I were, you know, sitting at home on the couch watching – um, drinking a cold beer like I, I might have loved that I don't I know mean the
0: end of the race was close like it, it's well not you like had
3: a green I right can tell checker. you this
2: those guys in the front yeah. that are in that spot like Eric Jones drove his ass off all day Ryan Blaney drove his ass off mostly yep. went to the back too, came back to the front Brad drove his ass off Chase is
3: one of the best plate racers in the he sport is. right now and he was showing it yesterday Eric too. Jones hands down I, I don't know Eric I don't think I've ever even been in the same room with Eric, but he is hands down one you, of the best playwrights. He's races. gotten you, really good you, at you'd it. You'd like Eric. I heard. I heard <laughs> i like it. Um, speaking, I just
2: like his Lego. He looks like a, he's got Lego perfect speaking, Lego hair. Speaking <laughs> of he green. He does have Lego, he Lego hair. He has perfect Lego hair. Like, you know, he
1: pulled <laughs> a little hair off the guy and set it back down. That's, That's Jason. I'm sorry. I'm going to divert here for a second. Speaking of green, white checkers. <laughs> Lego hair. Speaking of a green, white checker. At what point in our sport did we start throwing caution flags for guys parked in pit stalls?
4: <laughs> there should <laughs> be a lot more cautions this way, Ben. Like,
1: uh, literally, so we're running around there for two laps or so. I, I heard, loved I heard, it. I, heard, I think it was I, the greatest I, move. Yeah, ever. I heard I heard. Uh, there's a 16 have power, which that means nine times out of ten, there's a car rolling the apron somewhere that's stalled or, or slow, but he's rolling back, and I'm like, I can't see him. Where the? Where is he? Like I'm looking the whole apron, both aprons down the backstretch. I'm like the, I, the 16 have power. What's 16 got going on? And I'm like, where the hell is he? And put it out. 16. Uh, they're like he's on pit road. And I look down. He's in a pit box on pit road. Put it out. Like what? What? <laughs> what? What are we doing? Like are we just trying to f- around so we got to talk about on this show
3: now? Like what? What is going on? No more green flag pit stops. allowed in NASCAR. As soon as the car
4: stops on pit road. And from now on, all
3: you you crew chiefs that work on your cars on pit road after you've been in an accident under green on the 10 10 mother minute clock. That's how many minutes you have to fix your car if you hit the wall. Oh, I'm aware. You're not allowed to do that anymore. (laughs) Look, I don't know what they should have done here. Obviously, Daniel Hemrick was sitting there. Um, Would I have liked for them to say, hey, Daniel Hemrick, uh, there's five minutes left in this race. Stay buckled in and we're going to finish it. Yes, but I don't know what they do there. Like, I don't know what I'd have done if I'd have been in the tower. I know. I know. Freddie, I know you're mad at me right on now. The truck, I, on the, I'm not even going to look at you. During the truck
0: race, there was a wreck right by there. I can see I you understand. looking at me over here.
1: I can I see you.
0: It. He's in a pit box. I know. All <laughs> right. Moving on to, and continuing the next-gen topic, Cup Drivers held a driver's-only meeting in Talladega to discuss the state of this current car. Freddie, spot on, spot off?
1: Uh, spot on. Obviously, the drivers need a, need a better voice. Um Brett. And I have heard that there is another meeting this week. Correct? That's a word. Word Saturday. It was a meeting with NASCAR, the drivers in NASCAR this week. Um, listen, the, 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 there there is a growing concern. Like Brett said, it was it was it was at a, a five or to six with Kurt, and now it's been ratcheted up because these guys don't like you could essentially if you back in the wall next week, your playoff race is over. These guys, at ten or twelve guys, are in there. Your 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 chance of the championships over if you hit the wall backwards right now like or potentially is over, um. So you know they're gonna do crash testing this week. I heard in somewhere in Ohio. I don't I don't the drivers need to have a better say obviously. And listen, Burton is kind of the one the ringleader of this. Jeff Burton, uh, he's the 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 spokesman for the drivers council, uh, and and, and hopefully something comes out of it. You know, there's a lot of guys that that talk in the media and and do a lot. And and maybe aren't part of the solution. Like there's the guys that work behind the scenes to make things better and then there's guys that just kinda talk about it and don't really do a lot to help anything. They just want it fixed for them. So uh hopefully they got a better voice and 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 move this
3: move the needle along a little bit here. I am uh I'm spot on for drivers only meetings. I honestly feel like they should have three to four of these a year. Um, I feel like they should be on their calendars. They're all at the racetrack together. There's no reason they can't get together as a state of the union, a state of the sport kind of conversation. Where I'm struggling with this is Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski are in, in my mind, identical situations. They're both exceptional race car drivers. They're both part team owners and yet publicly, they are on opposite sides of the spectrum in the way that they're approaching this. And I'm not saying one's right, one's wrong. But when you look at as, as TJ has decided to design a Lego man, Eric Jones, <laughs> on his phone, which I, I don't know if he's got the balls to share it. But when, when you look at Brad and Denny, Brad is kissing NASCAR's ass, for lack of a better word. Yes. And Denny is coming at NASCAR's ass um, for the things that he has concern about. So I don't know how two people in an identical situation can be so different in, in their approach. Um, there's a lot on the line right now for a lot of people. And, and what that really means, Casey, is money, right? Money. It's going to cost money to change this car. Um, there are drivers that do not want a rear clip on this car, a new rear clip. They want an entire new car because of what we just talked about, how poorly it races at super speedways, how poorly it races at short tracks. I mean, we went to Martinsville and couldn't pass. That's unheard of. We're going to do it again. Um, and, 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 yeah, I mean, we just tested there and we didn't see much progress. So um, I, I think the drivers need to do this. But the big question becomes, at what point do the drivers and owners realize the amount of leverage they have in this sport? Because the owners provide the vehicle. Well, guess what? If there's no vehicle, there's no race. The drivers fill the seats. And I'm going to tell you something. 60,000 people didn't come to Talladega yesterday and buy tickets to sit in the grandstands because of the word NASCAR. They came to sit in the stands because of what these drivers, I'll say it again, the drivers go out and do. The driver's personality on TV, the drivers are the driving force in this sport. And when they have a problem, and they have a problem right now, they have a massive problem and... I'm interested to see where it goes. Do I want to see our driver strike? Hell no. Do I want to see our driver say we're not going to race? No. Do I want to see us um, make? Look, look, we got to give them confidence. I mean, to Freddie's point, you got to be confident. You can go out and do your job, um, or you're going to be scared. TJ.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with the. You know, just because Denny does it one way doesn't mean everybody has to do it that way. That's just Danny's approach, and I don't necessarily think one's kissing you know nascar's ass i don't think that that's what i think brad just has a different approach at it and probably does it you know if his, he might raise his hand and, and speak quieter behind closed doors but he knows that's just his way i mean you know you casey's kid might come up screaming for a, a sucker and my might come up and say hey can i please have a sucker i'll take the that
0: literally happened I'm yesterday not, so. i'm just saying
2: though. Yeah. No, but everyone everyone kind of does things differently and and Denny's obviously been known for speaking out and which is great for the, it's, it's good to have variety and, and things, but I don't think necessarily one's right. And one's wrong. I mean, it, obviously Denny gets more of a reaction and sometimes you need that. I do think there's times that benefits. Um, sometimes you, actions need to be taken and, and just different approaches, but I definitely, I don't know if, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad they're raising concerns and whether, You know, I'm glad NASCAR is listening and I'm sure there's fixes that they can come up with. And there's a lot of smart people. We've talked about
3: it. There are. And and I guess this is where my next kind of, I don't know, topic comes from is, you know, Bob Pockers tweeted that they're going to take a car and crash it some more and do more testing on it. It's October. Like it's October. It's not January. It's October. We're clearly no we don't have time to make changes on this year's car at this point. But these guys had all these concerns over la- over the last year, right? Even even before we got to this year, they were concerned about the crash data they were hearing about. So, like I don't I don't understand how Bob Pockris has the ability to come out and publicly say what NASCAR is doing. Why didn't NASCAR come out and say what NASCAR is doing? Why didn't NASCAR come out and say, "Hey, we hear all these guys, we're going to have a meeting with these guys on this date, and in the meantime, this is what we're doing. Once again, NASCAR PR is allowing someone else to control the narrative of their business, and those people are the drivers and the media, because they haven't come out and said, this is what's going on, and this is what we're doing. Instead, they're saying nothing. Oh, no, they said something this week. What'd they say? That we bought quarter midgets. Right, they—they
0: well, they, they they're like, doing a partnership we, the, with you. So
1: they—they they had a big, like all this stuff is going on, and NASCAR comes out and goes, "We got a big announcement at noon on Sunday." And I'm like, "Oh, maybe they're going to announce the fact that they're going to try to do something for these drivers, make the car better." And then uh, a friend of ours texts us and he goes, "I think NASCAR's announcing a quarter midget deal." And I'm like, "No way, that's that's not the big announcement, right?" I like, oh, no, it was that was the big announcement. We we got quarter midgets now.
3: Yeah, I I, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why they don't control their own narrative because this is as serious of a topic as any topic I've ever been a part of in the sport. Yeah, you got different sides of it too, though. You got
2: Danny and a few others, you know, preaching for safety, which they should. Um, but then you got others that just don't like the parts and cause, you know, stirring up stuff there. And
3: But and guess who just... So we have a... Let's, let's rewind. You're making a great point. We're rewinding. In the past... Jason. <laughs> back down, <laughs> so in the past teams built almost from the ground up their race car right who's responsible for building the car in that scenario the teams now teams do not do that the the vertical integrated supply chain is owned by who
1: NASCAR that's a big deal listen so and, and there's a spotter that I that We were talking about this and he made a great point to me about it and i don't know if he wants to be named so i'm not going to name him but in years past the rear clip essentially held the fuel cell in the car that was the majority of the purpose of the rear clip before we had independent rear suspension now we had to obviously change the design of the rear clip to hold this independent suspension, and it's much more rigid. It's much stiffer. Like before, you we used to you back in the fence, it, it, was, way. it would it, it back up to the rear window because they're of, beating the, hammers on yeah, the deck lid. Yeah, like you know, like so that we just now have to we have totally redesigned the back of the car. So now we have to come up with a way to get that to crush. Unfortunately, and and it's not happening. Like we, Cody Ware, I mean, he's limping around there this week, but. You know the wreck he had last week was ridiculous. Oh, like, Yeah, but he hit with the front. Lucky for him, because if that was a rear collision, like God help yeah. him! Like and everything did everything, everything, everything collapsed. Like the car crushed. The, I mean, the right front tire was basically at the windshield. So when, when the hit, guys would back thing. it in, that's a good thing. That's what when you guys want.
2: would back it in. Either, two things would happen. It would either the it would crank up the deck lid, or the thing was dragging the ground because yeah. it it gave, and that's the. Like a sprint car, when a sprint car flips and has a wing on it, that wing softens yeah. a lot of the wrecks.
1: It's just, you know, like in years past, that, that rear clip was essentially just back there to hold the fuel cell in and, mm-hmm. and mounts, but now it's got to, be, got to be much more rigid because of the independent rear suspension. I um, think there's adjustments they can make. I think there's things I mean, they, they they're, can do. They're obviously doing it this week, and we'll see, but it means another off-season of testing, I assume. Thanks thanks to Bob for keeping us updated. Thanks. Bob is the man.
0: He is. He's the best.
2: Get it off your
1: chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bumper today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash bumper.
0: Chase Elliott is the first still eligible playoff driver to win a race, five races into the postseason. Spot on, spot off, TJ. Uh,
2: I mean, I'm not surprised that uh you know Chase is really good at plate races and and he made a really a really good move. He got a little help at the end at the right time, and, and made a big move and and uh, won the race. So I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised we are this far into the playoffs. So and this is it's a little surprising. Most time you have you know like last year, Larson would have won three races by now and had a seventy eight hundred point lead <laughs> before Phoenix. But it's tight. I mean, looking at the points right now,
3: um, I know we're gonna talk about it, but it's close. Yeah, you typically see. The drivers that are in the playoff, if there's 16 of them, they're typically 16 of the top 17 guys. If there's 12 of them, they're 12 of the top 14 guys. Like it's, they usually bring their a game, and obviously they usually go out and win these races. And I think this car has opened up the door for that not to happen. the The parity is there, and man, I I I don't know. I, I am I surprised that we're this far in and finally a playoff guy won 100. Is it great for the sport that Bubba Wallace won a race, Chris Busher won a race, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's cool too. They're trying to build their name, build their brand. I'm just – I'm very surprised. This tells us something, and I don't know necessarily how to articulate what, what that something is. Yeah,
1: I mean, last year we made a big deal of – we won Talladega last year, and that that was the like the first time a non-playoff guy had won, I think since Jamie Mack or something, and now this year – Four of us won, you know. Four non-playoff guys won, so it's uh, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I will say that race ended under rain though, so it didn't really get my
2: a- ass. <laughs> it really <laughs> didn't. It really didn't get the fair shake at the end. I mean, uh, but a win's a win, but I, mean, I
1: blocked your ass. That's all that matters. You didn't to have to block. We were riding there, and then it started raining. <laughs> you were sitting duck, sitting duck in victory lane
3: <laughs> in the rain, dude. That's the name of your show, right there, Jason. <laughs> sitting duck in victory lane. <laughs> I'm speaking you. of that word. My little guy. Oh, no. Uh, uh, he's 10. He's like. <laughs> Breadstone
4: swearing. He's like, dude. weird. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's like, Dad, what does a what does B word mean? I was like, What B word, Bodie? And he's like, B, B. I was like, Oh, God. Uh, I said, Well, Bodie, it's a very degrading <laughs> word if you use it toward a human because it actually means a female dog. You know what? He looks at me and says, So you telling me Rosie's i <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> Rosie,
1: somebody has scalped poor Rosie. I oh, went man. to the house last week and oh, I. Oh, he cut in my
3: house. You know, not know. We're skipping the dog park. My, my bird got on his shoulder. Oh. And that bird went to chewing on his ear. And me and Megan bit. were crying. Listen.
1: I can't believe you didn't video it. Like, I couldn't video it. I was laughing too hard. Did it hurt? Yeah, did it didn't hurt? Son of <laughs> bit my ear. So then. So then I'm trying to get him off of my ear with my hand, and he's biting my finger now. Like, this thing's chewing on me. <laughs> he's screaming, come
3: get this f-ing bird off of me. <laughs> I'm going to bring yeah. it in the studio.
1: Yeah, put it on TJ. Mike's yeah. always wanting a bird. He thinks he wants a bird. This bird bites. Oh, my god, This
3: bird's an ass. <laughs> put him on TJ. Yeah. And it loves to pick your beard. Like, he'll sit yeah, there. I'll, sh- I'll shave by then. <laughs> Let her over, Casey. Oh, Give her something. He back on the rails, Casey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, this is pretty hilarious. All right, this is a scary one. Jordan Anderson unbuckling and climbing out of his truck as it hit the wall. Spot on, spot off, Brett.
3: Oh, um, man, I actually had a bunch of tweets about this over the weekend, and Dell Jr. replied to one of them. Obviously, Dell Jr. has been in a fire in a car where he suffered burns speaking from experience um, and he summed it up as you're in a 700 degree furnace. And even though quote, you're not on fire, your body still feels all that heat and you want to get out. I think that we have to take this. Look, I'm not Jordan Anderson. I can't be critical of him wanting to get out of a truck that's on fire. Obviously as a sport though, we have to look at this and we have to learn from it because there are multiple things that could have severely injured him or killed him. Take it from the beginning. He's buckling, unbuckling to, he wants out, he's unbuckling um, out of his truck. And the only way to get out of your truck after you unbuckle is to remove the steering wheel. So in front of you is a steering column that had he hit head on, unbuckled, it's going to stab him in his chest and it's going to go through him like a sword, okay? That's your first challenge. The second challenge is he wants to get out. So if he's able to get out and that wall is not there, he's going to fall out of the truck well, what if there's other trucks wrecking behind him or what if there's other trucks behind him because we don't know where he's going to fall out of the truck in any given scenario this scenario he just so happens to be going toward a wall thank god because it's almost like the wall was the safest place for him to be but that same wall could have broke his back he could have been crushed this is a learning um Opportunity for us as a sport. What do we learn? I don't know, but I think you go back and you say, Was he wearing a head sock? Was he wearing a helmet skirt? Are the fire suits as safe as they can be? Because the fire suits, I mean, he was talking with David Pepper yesterday, team manager for Thor, Thor Sport. We've seen the fire suits get lighter and lighter, the material change so that they can print differently, the graphics and sponsorship logos. I remember Bill Simpson setting himself on fire, you know, in the 90s and saying, Look how safe my freaking fire suit is. Well, I'm going to tell you who didn't feel safe in his truck jordan anderson and so when i look at this thing casey like i want to say jordan don't unbuckle jordan wait till your truck has come to a complete stop i've never been in a fire i don't know what it's like but i'd imagine you want to get the hell out of there i do know that mentally he was willing to jump out of the truck even though it was moving but he could have been killed in multiple multiple scenarios could have been run over could have been crushed against this wall this guy is arguably the luckiest guy in America on that given day. Is there
0: any sort of training that takes place at, for a driver for a situation such as this?
3: I, I know what NASCAR is going to tell you. Stay buckled in until you come to a complete stop, right? I mean, that's yep. the rule of thumb. But they're not on fire. They're not the one upside down in the car. It's easy to say those things when it's not you. Right. And, and, and it's easy to say that makes sense when it's not you. When it's you and a state of panic kicks in, TJ, like I, I i just think we have to look at this and say thank god he didn't die thank god he's not severely injured what do we learn here
2: that was definitely the it might be one of the craziest things i've ever seen at the track i don't know if i've ever seen anybody bail out like that luckily he was almost coming to a stop when he did um uh, there's definitely got to be uh, what a fuel line broke or something
1: i don't know that's what it, I the, heard. The biggest thing was like the thing I took away from it was this thing was on fire instantly. It, like, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a like an engine. I thought it was yeah. like you know, normally you see like a an engine blow up and then eventually it catches on fire. Like he went to turn one and it was just a fireball going into turn one like, like instantly. Yeah, I think uh, I,
2: from what I heard, a fuel line broke or something and it was just spraying fuel. So I don't know if there's a why that happened or whatever, but. Obviously, there was a lot of fuel, or something was getting through the firewall, and it's not
1: supposed to do that. Well, or maybe it was inside. I don't know. Like the, the, the like to Brett's point, this has got to be a learning for everybody, and and it's not just in NASCAR. It's the drivers wear the right stuff. You know, wear your head sock, wear your helmet skirt. We we see, I don't, I he always says we're picking on him. Noah Gragson walks down pit road with his fire suit undone and, and his bare chest out wear your damn fireproof underwear yeah. like where where the stuff that you need to be wearing to stay safe in there like if you don't have a head sock and fire uh, you know the reason why jordan is burned as bad as he is is because he i don't know this for a fact but he he probably didn't have a head sock on or he didn't have a helmet yeah, skirt. A skirt like yeah. you know because i heard it burns to his face um you know, it, it's just a learning experience. Obviously, you want to say, I've never been on fire. Luckily, knock on wood. Um, and You've been it, close. <laughs> it's, but, you know. So guys,
2: there's, the, there's also the fire extinguish for stuff that's inside the truck or inside all the cars yeah. as well. It's, Does that help in that scenario? I mean, if you think about, you know, if you think to pull it, but it, it's I, I just, you know, not not pull it. I don't no, know. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think so. Oh, I, I can't say for sure, but honestly, I don't know if any driver has ever pulled it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you, how would you know where, where no. it is to be able to reach that? Well, you, you, you no, know, where, like it's at, where the fire, the fire like, was to be yeah, able to. Uh, in I that mean, moment. if it's
2: on fire and you got, you got that thing's not gonna be. We've seen plenty of cars blow motors,
3: and there've been fire all up under the hood, and they're, I mean, they're fine in a car. He made up his mind; he was not going to burn any longer inside of that race car, yeah. and was getting out at all costs. Yep, he's he's just the. the there's no way to put a number on how lucky
1: he is. No, like yeah. the angle he hit the wall at alone instead of catapulting him forward or backwards, it catapulted him on top of the wall. Perfectly. Like it, it like the like just the Honestly, it, when I saw that I was happy. I was like
2: good he's yeah. up
3: out of the way. Like nothing else like can happen. It, it's just I mean but, your, but your instinct just, though is what an idiot But that's not the case here. He's fearing for his life. He's scared he's going to burn to death.
1: Yeah. You you can't. Yeah. There's no way you can criticize him for doing what he did. Because, I mean, Uh, I
3: can't imagine what it's like to be on fire and feel like you're helpless. That whole race was crazy. Like, even all the way to the reason that the, I don't know, the, the the whole race was crazy. The fact that he threw the caution with 100 feet left in the race. When nobody, listen, when that caution comes out, and you're running in the top ten. Are your drivers gonna lift? No. Caution's out. Everybody lift. We obviously don't. No, maintain live. your position. No. Yeah, we're
2: racing back to the we, line. We're
3: racing back to the line, even though you're hearing the caution is out. Let the race. And finish. You're it's it's a matter of seconds. You can still dispatch equipment behind the wreck because they're coming to the checker. This was a this was a pretty bad malfunction in NASCAR's decision making process to not let this thing win because Matt DiBenedetto is declared the winner and he wasn't even the first one to start finish line and I promise you he didn't lift and I promise you the other guy didn't lift. Should I go into my rant now? You think? Yeah, but you got so one. We're talking you about got a rant. One? Yeah, I
1: would like to know. Did <laughs> somebody broke a rule here coming to the checker flag oh, in yeah, the truck race? Like. Matt Benedetto was below the line passing the 99 truck, correct? That's not allowed. I agree. So, somebody broke a rule. Either Matt Benedetto broke a rule by going below the line to pass the 99. Can't do that. It's out of bounds. Or the 99 forced Matt below the line to... And, and that's a penalty. That's not allowed either. Somehow these guys finished first and second. That's not allowed. <laughs> like, what... And then I seen, I don't know, a statement that was one. I one I saw one statement that it was a racing incident, that it's okay because it was a racing incident, and Ben Rhodes didn't benefit from blocking Matt below the line. What? Um, <laughs> and then I saw one. A, that, to put a guy below the line is a
3: penalty, right? Yes. That's the way I understood the, it. The, the, yeah. rule is, the rule is you can't pass below the line. They're going to announce penalty tomorrow,
1: <laughs> Tuesday. And then, and then I saw another one that said they were trying to avoid the wreck that happened 10 cars behind them. <laughs> like what happened like you is it game on now like what, what well i don't get it I, I don't get it somebody broke a rule here they can't finish one two either matt De benedetto is disqualified for passing below the line
3: or ben rhodes is disqualified for forcing him below the line well the race i saw another dude one i never heard of i think his name was brett something maybe holmes john holmes. holmes john holmes boy <laughs> <laughs> Jason don't know who that is. Thank no. God. <laughs> it's a good thing. Move the show along quickly oh, because no. everybody that's 40 years old is either really <laughs> laughing right now or changing the channel. All Casey, right. Casey, do you know who John Holmes is? Don't
0: Casey? I, I don't either. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Okay. So, so
1: he's, we're he's just going to
0: move on. Scary man. Uh, we are just going to move on from there and continuing on to penalties. William Byron penalized... 25 points and 50. Jason, K don't Google that. <laughs> I mean, Denny Hamlin Ooh. under caution at Texas. Spot on, spot off, right
1: there. I missed the entire question. What was Willie be <laughs> penalized after the Denny thing? Oh, okay.
0: Ble- do you, spot on, spot off. Is it me? Yes.
1: Uh, Spot on. Listen, I, I think essentially what NASCAR did here was went back and looked and. They essentially, Jason has just Googled John Holmes and his, his whole world. No, Casey, don't his, look. His, his, his world is you're going to look at Chad differently the rest of his
3: life. He's he's a, he's a young, small, cute guy. Okay, keep
4: going. Chad is.
3: Uh, Chad's not big, but he's cute. Okay, that's where we're going to leave this. Let's go move along. Keep, I'm going to keep the train. Jesus, I just looked up so like I
4: saw a name then this title. Like, all right,
3: all of a sudden Google wonders why a hundred thousand people on a Monday night at seven o'clock are Googling <laughs> Mr. Holmes.
1: What up Holmes? <laughs> uh, well, how'd you get fired again? <laughs> this
3: is, this is our last show.
1: Thanks for coming. Um, Thanks, John. <laughs> where are we at? Byron. Um <laughs> Listen, I think what NASCAR it's essentially did. not John, did, not John uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I think essentially what NASCAR did here was the penalty was basically the same as if they would have parked him at the time of the, the incident. Um, he lost 25 points. If they would have parked him, that would have been about a 22, 23 point loss. So I think that's that's the route they took, and I'm I'm okay with it. I I knew they were never going to suspend him, obviously, and and the other the other instances with Kyle and Johnny were a little more severe than than what uh, obviously William did to Danny. One thing somebody had texted me this week, and they're like, "Do they have impact data on these cars at all times?" And it was actually Scott Tapley, a buddy of mine, and he's like, "I would be interested to know the impact of Alex Bowman backing into the wall, which didn't look hard." Versus how hard William ran in the back of Denny, because that was almost that was, it seemed as hard or harder to contact. And these guys got to remember that, especially like I, we saw Eric Jones tweeted at three o'clock in the morning. I
3: know <laughs> I like that guy.
1: Um, <laughs> he tweeted at like three a.m. to tell Ty Gibbs to stop running into him on caution, under cautions, and and Ty did. You know, Ty ran in the back of him under uh, under the yellow. These guys got to remember that now that the, these rear impacts are are. are sustaining injuries and then they shouldn't definitely should not be doing that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. But I think that, the, I think the penalty was just, I think that, you know, this, this was essentially
3: parking William at that point in the race.
0: Brett.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, they had to do something. Um, they, if they didn't see it, that's on them. If they saw it and didn't know what to do, that's on them. They were trying to make a right. Denny is of the belief that he was going to win that race based on where he was track position wise, based on the fact that he had tires. I spoke to him about this. I'm not trying to, you know, blow Denny on here, what? but, but he, he was taken out of a position to potentially lock himself into the next round, win a race for his team and his sponsors. Um, that was taken away from him because of William's decision. And I, I like William Byron. Uh, I, I think he's a great race car driver, a good young kid, I uh, want good things for him, but this was a bad decision, and and he deserved what he got.
0: DJ. I
2: do think it's it's a good penalty. I think it's. I mean, I think it, it's easy to do. From I think it would have been easy to handle during the race, right there. I don't think you park a guy then,
3: but you give him. A pe- he has to go to the back. I would have, and then I'm gonna say this: I would have fined Denny Hamlin ten thousand dollars because of what he did after the fact. Because we can't have a driver driving from twentieth all the way to second. Brake checking, door slamming. Then um, he's mad, right? Yeah. Um, that has to be handled differently. Again, a great learning opportunity for NASCAR. Spotter stand, listen to the spotter, call it in. Instant messenger runner guy in the NASCAR booth, check your email. Um, crew chiefs and, and that are talking to officials, radio it in. NASCAR, look up on the goddamn big screen on the backstretch, just four million miles big, where they keep showing the replay over and over and over. You can't miss this. You can't have an uh, not have an opportunity to review this and fix it right then.
0: So Hendrick has. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Hendrick has announced that they're appealing this. What's the process look like? Since it's, I mean, it's kind of burning like down I mean, it's, it's going to be.
1: Well, that well, that was something that I thought was interesting this week. Like you don't know some of these guys don't know how to race. You know, you got guys that are close to the cutoff line. Am I racing William? But By- like this, this needed to be done last week, in my opinion. Um, but. You don't know, like, am I racing William Byron plus or minus twenty five points? You know, because he's in or out. And now you're there's a guy I think he's eleven points out right now. You know, or he's or he's fourteen points in. You know what I mean? Like, so this this is a big deal. This needs to get done asap. And and listen, it's it's not there out needs of the to be a,
2: a big penalty for it because Denny brought up a really good point. Yeah, what's to stop somebody else from doing it? What's to stop? You know, you're out of the playoffs. You know, you hey, what's to stop you from just spinning the guy in front of you? Yeah. and him not maintaining t- track position, you're going to pay it. You're going to take that 25-point penalty and pay the fine. No problem. I'll take it. Yeah, like Your if it's teammate. us,
3: like if it's Bubba dude, or the 23. Dude, just, just imagine that this is Phoenix, and both those guys are oh. locked into the Final Four, and Denny Hamlin and William Byron are race for a championship, and William wrecks him under a caution with 25 to go, and this is what they do? Yeah. They do nothing? Oh, yeah. my hole. That's why I said last week, can of worms. Listen, you it up. And, and
1: I didn't think about it. I seen somebody actually tweeted this to me. And we had talked about it on here about whether or not Denny should have given his gotten his spot back. Portland was it? Portland? Where they did Wuji run Ty Gibbs over? They gave it? Ty back, right? Ty got his spot back. You know, so should Denny have gotten his spot back? The why? Why again? We go back to consistency. Jesse Wuji ran Ty over under yellow, but they, they, they put could, Ty they back to the give lead. Denny
3: his spot back because they didn't see it. <laughs> oh, I, I think we're we're also missing
2: on here the the other penalty for Ty. Well, that was just that. I but mean, I mean, to me, that wasn't stiff enough. Hitting another car on pit road where human beings are right there. He he probably should have taken a week off, in my opinion.
1: You're park the, the 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 penalty to tie it's for TJ. TJ
2: he's going to park somebody. Doesn't make for, any I mean, there's, sense there's because crew guys working right there and an official
1: and an official. You you. I almost feel like And you're raging. I almost feel like the penalty should have been more so to tie Xfinity tie versus cup tie because Ooh, now you're treading in cup tie. Don't waters. give me. You know what I mean? Like,
3: what do you care about taking points away from cup tie? Like why? All I'm going to tell you is the last time I remember them crossing over series is when Kevin Harvick got mad in a truck, truck race, race. race and he parked at the back of the NASCAR hauler and they suspended him the very next day. And I believe Kenny Wallace drove Kevin's car that day. This was got it 15 years ago. Yeah. Like when you start crossing into penalizing people in series, they're not even racing in. Guess what that does? That gets their attention. What? What, what does this? What did? What
1: was it? Seventy-five thousand and mm. owner points or something like? Does oh. that matter to Ty Gibbs?
3: Well, not I guess he's side. gonna. <clears throat> I guess he's gonna tell you it does, and I guess you know. I guess coach is gonna cut his pay, right? I would. I would hope that coach is making him pay the fine. know um, but here, here's the thing. Ty, you owe me $75,000 and here's a contract to drive the 18 cup car. Ah, Do you learn anything from that? Man, I don't know. Daskar to me should have sent him to anger management. I um, see the same thing. T- t- TJ kid. saying they should have parked him a race. Um, parking him in a cup race is a pretty big hit. Well, not, I mean, he probably would have volunteered
1: to park for this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm i glad they did
2: okay, something. Okay, take him out for two. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw him out I for one. I think his sponsor might. Well, I mean, yeah, but...
4: Don't you, do that on road. Yeah,
2: sure. I mean, you got guys working on a car right here. There's an official standing there, and you're raging because the guy bumped you in the door. Like, that's not that's not anything we should be messing with at all. It, it needs to... like That's not ta- as
3: bad as when Bubba raged that time when I raced and it quit with Blue Emu. That was way worse. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> actually free. Social media uproar. Well, we are the most he, hated driver in the He raged quit a video Congratulations game. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank life. you. We're he checking out. He should have been
1: parked. Uh... uh us, Cole Custer, and Justin Haley are a bunch of ass <laughs> apparently. Yeah, oh, we have that
0: the, that. <laughs> yeah, that
1: Yeah. I love Twitter.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, how
1: did them guys end up on the most hated list? Cole Custer ain't said three words to me in my entire <laughs> life, and I've talked to him a lot. I know, <laughs> and I, he's actually really...
4: He's really a friendly guy when he's you talk so to nice him.
1: He's so nice, I know,
2: like, what's wrong with Cole, man? I've but never... Justin's Justin not going to get it. I mean, he's he's an idiot, but... And not to mention the the time Cole did flip the switch, he charged across the front stretch at Mossport and oh,
1: that was what a guy. Awesome.
0: How do you not like yes. that? Yes.
1: Jonathan Cole Davis. Him. Was, John, I remember Jonathan Davis was getting towed around that wreck. Oh yeah. So yeah. funny. Yeah. All on.
0: right, moving on to this weekend in Charlotte. The current bottom four playoff drivers, Cindric, Byron, Bell, and Bowman, will stay below the cutoff and be eliminated after the roval. TJ, spot on, spot off.
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can spot off. It's just how it's played out here. I, I got to give credit to Blaney, though, for racing his tail off yesterday. And he went from pretty much almost not making the playoffs to sitting P2 right now. So
0: do you think that he this shouldn't is... be in the
1: playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> Who shouldn't be in the playoffs? Ryan Blaney. I TJ, with do that. you I mean, think uh, that cow. these four
0: drivers will be the ones that will be eliminated?
2: Um, <clears throat> No. I don't think Cindric, I think Cindric can put together a better road course race. Um, boy, it's going to be a better, be hard a better to make road course race than who? Than Briscoe? Than Briscoe? Uh. I think he can. And I know Briscoe's won there, but I just think, man, it's going to be it's going to be a and these two tied. It's going to be good. I just don't. I don't know if I see. Um, William has an outside chance with some one of the one of these guys. You know, Suarez or. Uh, somebody having
3: some issues I 33 hate is too much to I got make a up. question for you I hate stopping road races and plate races for stage points I hate it it's going to flip the field I, I wish we could pay the points and keep racing I still want the stages to be in existence but don't throw a caution let me ask you this without stages let's let's imagine we're back in old school NASCAR without stages does William Byron have a good chance of making this playoff continuing it uh, no, no. Yeah. I don't think he's making How about up with many. stages with yes. stages. He can do the opposite and he can make up
1: some. So listen, in my opinion, William Byron is going to jump both of them guys. It he's better. The, the Hendrick cars have been better. I think William Byron gets enough stage points, gets a better finish and jumps both Cindrick and Chase Briscoe this week.
3: Shout out to Trackhouse house racing. Ross Chastain. Hey, this is a, it's a new team. But they bought an existing company, a lot different than, say, a colleague racing who literally started up with no-cup employees. These guys bought a building that was there. They bought employees that were there. They bought engineering. They bought leadership. Um, But shout out to those guys. You got a guy, Ross Chastain, Daniel Hemrick, Daniel Hemrick, Daniel Suarez, excuse me, um, that are sitting there in really good spots. And guess what they are? They've been pretty dang good at road courses this year. So, shout out to them. Um, I look at this thing, the bottom four, Austin Cendrick, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman. Uh, I don't know if Alex comes back this week. If he does, I don't see him winning. Uh, I think he's out. Christopher Bell, he's been really good at road courses. He's in a must-win, so he's not going to go for points. He's going to go for track position, and he's going to flip stages, and he's going to do everything he can. He's in a must-win situation. William and Austin are not. I will say, and, and I love a lot of the guys on this 14 team, obviously uh, worked there for several years. I don't know why, but Chase Briscoe is not fast anywhere right now. I, and I don't know why, because he came out but, to start the season. And and I'm like, man, fifth. Listen,
1: they they stole, they literally Kansas, stole 20 points last week. Kansas, Texas. They stole yeah. Texas, 20 sorry, points. Yeah, he was a 25th place car and somehow finished fifth. If I mean, you give him, you take... Ten points away from him, he's out right now. Obviously, yes. You know they, the, whatever that call was, they made. Who's yep, his crew Johnny. chief, Johnny Crossmeyer? Yep. Like they, they literally probably stole twenty points in Kansas. They got lucky in, in Texas too because they were struggling at the end. There, they're
2: about to lose tires. So.
3: They don't have speed, but. Stuart Heist Racing is all hands on deck right here as a company. I mean, you got 350 people that work there. They've only got one car left with a chance of making the next round. And it's probably not the one we would have picked. No, 100% not, man. So, uh, hey, look, this is going to be another fun one. I, I, when you look at the Roval, a lot of things can happen. Um, very, very fast racetrack in certain areas, very technical in others, uh, I, I've I've come to enjoy it. Do I wish we were running the oval this weekend? Yes, that was a good race. I, I mean, the, the freaking oval was awesome. Do that I wish good. we were running it instead of this for a cutoff race? Yes. We want more short tracks. We got more road courses, and and here we are. But last I think, year we hated Charlotte. I think William Byron qualifies top seven. <clears throat> I think he finishes both stages with a lot of points. And I think, I think Austin Cedric's out. I think I think he's well. I know he's a road racer. Austin Cedric's ready out. Well. I mean, he's tied. You gotta, you gotta go Briscoe. So you're saying Briscoe's out, Byron's in. If yeah. Byron jumps. It's gonna yeah, be. I, I think Byron jumps. I think, Byron, I think he. I mean, I think he jumps I, both of them. I just see I, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see. Yeah.
0: Ready.
1: Yeah, I, like I said, I think, I think Byron's gonna jump both of them. You know, I think the, you see this race run differently. You see, AJ. One of the biggest things AJ was harping on this on the Xfinity side was. He wants to. He wants to win the roval, right? He wants. That's. He's a road racer. He's the, the, those where he kind of hangs his hat. He takes pride in, in kicking everybody's ass on the roval. Well, if he didn't win Talladega, he's got to play the point game. And if you play the point game, you you lessen your chances of winning the race. Now on Saturday, he can go out there and and win the race. He can short pitch stages. He can get track position. He doesn't have to worry about points anymore. That that's what these guys are going to have to do now. You're going to have different differing strategies of guys that have to chase the points, and they're going to sacrifice their overall finish in the race because they're chasing stage points. But to Brett's point, the Hendrick cars have been fast all these road courses uh william's a good road course racer they just i think they just have more speed than the two and the 14 and i think william like and it doesn't take much i mean if william wins a stage and they finish fifth by the end of this by the end of the second stage william's in or or one point out and now you're racing straight up so i mean it's not a lot i think
3: i think william jumps both of them and gets in there's a lot of things to tj that can come into play here. Um, the Stuart Haas cars, the teammates, the 41, the 10, Kevin Harvick, uh, if they're racing an Austin Cindrick or William Byron, how hard do they race them? Uh, probably pretty hard. Pretty hard. Like, there's a lot of things if you're a intelligent, an intelligent race fan, like I know all our listeners are. Um, we no don't, Darfs. No none. Darfs listen to us. None. Uh, if you are Darf and listen to us, we fix you. You're no longer a Darf. But <laughs> – like, watch that within the race. Like, if you see, you know, William Byron running two-tenths a lap quicker than Kevin Harvick and he catch him, Kevin's not going to let that guy go. He's going to race the dog food out of him. Dog food. Um, There'll be a lot of mini races
1: going on. You know, just looking at this list, that's something I didn't think about. Um, When the last time the round of eight, obviously Christopher Bell's at risk right here. He's probably not going to make it unless he wins. Gibbs is only going to have one car in the round of eight. Like, when was the last time? Because you figure Kyle's always been in the round of eight. Martin. Martin. Like, they've always had three or at least two or three guys in, and they're looking at Danny's
3: their only shot now. Yeah, I, I, again, shout out, shout out to Trackhouse, man. You're in some elite company in terms of organizations and drivers.
0: Yep. And before we head into Reaction Theater, breaking news while we record the show, uh, Jordan with The Athletic is reporting that AJ Allmendinger will be going to college with the Cup Series full time, 2023. Brett, is this true?
3: I don't know. Um, I, I truly don't know. First time I've heard that.
0: I see that smile. <laughs>
3: All right, we'll go to Reaction Theater. <laughs>
1: Door bumper clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite store for NASCAR merchandise. First,
2: RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver die casts, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and
3: collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers. Just in time for fall, RacingUSA.com has awesome long sleeve driver uniform shirts that look like exactly what the drivers wear and only on RacingUSA.com. Second, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com, Google's top source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence.
2: Third, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock and pre-order item
1: every day, so no need to wait for a sale. Fourth, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised die prices, so you don't have to shop around for a better price
2: fifth racingusa.com ships all in stock orders the next business day so you can get your order
1: faster than anyone else in the business fans racingusa.com is door bumper clear's choice for nascar
3: merchandise and we want it to be yours as well whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver shop racingusa.com where you're always somebody special engine engine number 9 I tell you if they don't hurry up and pick this f- track, I'm gonna run out of f- beer and cigarettes okay
4: so tj look at the f- date all the time I only tell you this f- data? Hey Freddie, just letting you know we got the beige gmc out in the parking lot in case you want to have bubba come out and hit us like you said everything out on the track so
0: hey now jason got a message for you get out of there's ass
4: reaction theater starts now How in the f*** does
2: NASCAR throw the caution flag 200 feet before the truck series race ends? They're not lifting. They're 200 feet away from the line. Just let them race it to the line and see did what happens. stupid. Cool Matty
3: D1. But I mean, did he really? Told you we had smart fans. Listen to that.
1: Congrats, Matty D. Finally winning a race. And he didn't win. They didn't win. They should have been so penalized. I, I, love, I, I really laughed at somebody who said, that's the first lap Matty D led in his career, and everybody's like, well, he didn't lead a lap. Like, he led <laughs> to the restart zone.
2: <laughs> first race at Talladega for the weekend, and we've got a What an Idiot Award. Let's just run out on the front stretch of Talladega and grab that tire real
3: quick. McCoy, what a I'm, moron. I'm putting TJ on the spot. TJ did it. I really? want to know. If somebody told him to go get the tire, I'm not saying who, but did somebody say, go get that tire? No, he just reacted. He was, That was the tire that had to, was supposed to be going on the
2: truck, and he was going to get it. Damn. That was the one going on the truck? Yeah, he, he was running out. It, he was running around the truck and, and wiped it, out, and it fell.
3: That was the one that was going on the truck, so... Okay, so, no, yeah. once again, a learning opportunity. Fair? Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Should NASCAR hold a class... At the beginning of the year, they make us do all these other classes uh, that we won't get into. But should they hold a class for all pit crew people to watch? Do's and don'ts. And if you do this, <clears throat> we're pulling your hard card. Yeah, you're suspended from activity. Escorted off the property. Shush, escorted off property. I'm not Shh. going out there. I don't care if I'm dropping. Yeah, I'm not yeah, running but you're out not there. a six foot five badass either. It don't matter. You're, you're five a, foot six what's badass. It, what's, <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Five seven. Um,
2: there's hundred and ninety miles. I must be taller trucks. than five
3: eight. If you're five seven, I'm five
2: seven. <laughs> I'm five nine. Then
0: okay, whatever
2: you think. Um, there's still trucks going around the track at race speed, and they're coming. Something could be coming to pit road and wipe out. I am not running out there.
3: But shouldn't shouldn't they tell you don't run out there? I mean, you should know that. How do you not know? That? Okay, why is the lady stand? Why is the NASCAR official standing in front of Tyler Reddick's car and get run over? Shouldn't somebody tell somewhere. her
1: don't stand there? You shouldn't stand directly in front of the guy. Well, what if they
3: told her that's where she's supposed to stand? i don't know maybe they told her you stand in front of the car and tell them to stop okay maybe they shouldn't maybe they should tell her to get the fuck out of the way so you don't get run over in case the car don't have brakes or in case the throttle hangs or in case the driver falls asleep we got a lady standing in front of a car that gets creamed she could she could have crushed both of her legs y'all can't argue with me because i'm right you Threw the caution for the 16 car really
4: he was in a pit box. People are actually defending this. Oh, it's dangerous. He's in a pit box. Okay, well, then throw the yellow every time someone makes a green flag pit stop then. It's literally the
3: same thing. No, it's Ridiculous. not. Ridiculous. Like, it's actually not. The no, green flag not. pit stop's more dangerous. How do you have Talladega and not have a wall on the outside of pit wall, pit road? Like we talked about this a couple None weeks of ago, do. they don't know. I know, well, how? Of all the places where we put under the, green, we're, wow. we're going to have a because and that wall has
2: to come to an end
3: at some point. That'd be yeah. a really dangerous spot. Then you simply have a curve in a wall like you do all oh, the other walls. Not, start how about a it. ramp? Yeah, just jumps. <laughs> I'm down for it. What
1: I'm not down for is throwing cautions <laughs> for cars in pit stalls. Like I don't get it.
3: If it was two to go, would they have thrown a caution?
4: Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Chase Elliott.
3: Moving on to the
4: round of eight here. Boy, i got to tell you, that is the worst Talladega race I've ever seen by a lot. I've
2: been watching the Talladega races for over 30 years. I mean, there was no three wide at all. There was no comers all and all goers. In. Everybody just stay two by two. Once you lose track position, you're just done ridiculous
1: tj thought it was great because he was in track position
2: i didn't say it was great (laughs) i just said it was a hard it was hard race to to manage um it was impossible to manage because you couldn't do any managing unless you were in the top four you just had to play the track position thing right and, and hope and work your strategy i mean sorry guy but we went from the back to the front from strategy and not really all the way to the front but we came out 12th and got to the front from there so Thank you. you need to think about your call in.
0: On that note, to leave an audio message 24-7, just head to anchor.fm slash door clear and click the message icons. We'll keep playing the best ones each week.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive.
4: Dirty Mo Media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. And comedian Joey Molinaro.
2: We're here to tell you about the most honest, unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market, Speed Street.
4: Connor and I break down the weekly happenings of
1: IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's
2: newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And be sure to give us a
4: follow on Twitter and Instagram at SpeedStreetPod.
0: It's time for the Ask DBC Offer Pack Question of the Week. Don't forget to send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC and we'll answer the best ones. Don't forget the hashtag, guys. From Biddy9595, I see spotters writing on tape on the railing. What is being written and what kind of hand signals do y'all use with each other? Yeah. <laughs> Brett. That's, that's the one I use at
3: Brett most of the time. <laughs> uh, the tape. Some Brett, people. Brett uses a lot of tape. I don't even, I don't even, I don't know what tape is. Uh, <laughs> it's sticky. I don't, I a don't have a tape. tape. I don't have a Sharpie. I don't, I see some of these guys literally write for 20 minutes. Like oh, every, they'll, they'll take it Every single car number that's on pit road. Yeah. And, like I'm sorry, I got a phone. When the caution comes out, you pull your phone out. You There's look a at, printout. You look at your your digital message that came from your crew chief. Like some some spotters in our sport try to make <laughs> it. Uh, I don't. How do you? How do you? Describe what I'm about to say. That's that's all I need right there. So why the f- am I gonna get? I don't out even. Of, I keep that in my pocket if I print it. I don't, I don't put type? it out. Like like when I look at It's just a map. Like, uh, yeah, like I can't my, show you my, my friend Tab, who I who I think is a, a funny dude, good dude. Like he's got customized tape. Not only does he have tape, he's got customized tape. Now I will say, my friend TJ, he used to have Buffalo Bills tape, but yeah, I ran out. in today's world, this is literally like. Having oh. a, a stone and trying to carve a, a, a freaking archaic message into into stone, like it's 2022. Mm. Why are you writing all this? Herm, down? I look, I used, I always, I stand next to Herm a
1: lot. He's got like hieroglyphics on his stuff. Like he's got marks, and I'm like, Herm, what is that? He's codes. I, It's codes for. So I, I was like, all right, got it. Ain't nobody listening to
4: them. They don't need codes.
0: <laughs> what about hand signals?
4: Uh, right do that hand signal again. This one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's my hand signal to Brett half the race usually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: hand signals the the majority of hand signals used to be used to be qualifying was or practice was most of them was. Yeah, I'm on a Q run. It was a Q. We hold a big Q up. Q run. <laughs> Q no. Uh, or tires. I'm on tires. Get the hell yeah. out of my way. Uh, the only hand signal we really use during the race is we're pitting. We wave yeah, at you each just other. Wave. Um Sometimes. <laughs> Talladega, a lot of guys don't like to wave, and we just run on each other over and you wreck coming to pit road. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's really just waving. Or I was flipping TJ off at, uh, where was that, Kansas. Kansas? Yeah, I was flipping him off. He wasn't looking.
0: I think some of the, during the race, a few of the drivers complained that they couldn't see the hand signals from the drivers. So is that when you guys kind of stepped in um, and helped with Communicate?
2: It's normally you know who you're pitting with, and and you just tell your driver, hey, you know you're clear by, you know we were over the one, we had to come down for the speeding penalty. I'm like, all right, you're clear by one over the one. I went down and told the one we're pitting. Yeah, you you know the guys that you're pitting with, they you find each other. Like if we're running nose tail on the track and. You know, we're getting close. When I'm pitting, I'm there telling Freddie that I'm pitting this lap. And he said, then he tells Bubba, hey, he's pitting in front of you this lap. Yeah. You know, so you know what's going
3: on. The, the tape is used to signify where somebody stands. Yes. Basically,
1: basically what I, yeah, tape for one is I use tape and it's just, I, for me, a lot of the stuff that I, just the way I've learned in my entire life, like if I write something down, I, I absorb it better for whatever reason uh like so i write a lot of notes to myself or if i'm doing anything i write it down and when i write it down i I comprehend the information better so like i i tape i use i write my pit map out which is just two or three spots on either side of our pit stall our 10 away mark and what the stages are a lot of times brett goes can you write your stages over here so that i can look at it so, <laughs> so he's lying about the the, the fact that he 10 isn't, he's 10 away saying. yesterday was a 42 car i didn't have to write it down i looked yeah. down there and saw it like yeah, i didn't every, I don't, everybody it's, does it it's different. not like i ever i don't ever rarely do i go back and look at my tape for the information i just
3: like for whatever reason that's how i when i write down 10 away yesterday was a 38 box for me my, my favorite guy to stand beside is drew herring because he has he's a. a complete office listen to me he brings a legitimate he, – he's NASA. He works for NASA during the race. He's not just a spotter. This guy has got more electronics up there than freaking Best Buy. And so you just look over there. His one of his 12 computers yeah. that he's managed to bring in his backpack and in his rolling bag. Well, he's got a second case And in his tote sack and in his pocketbook. His, he has got more shit up there than any human being. spotter bag
1: is bigger than this table. It is. It's bigger than this table. I don't know how it gets on the airplane. Uh,
2: to me, I just don't have – time or use for all that stuff. There's things that you
3: can use at certain he's times. He's got but battery packs. He's got cords. He's got... I mean, it's unbelievable. If you ever need I'm anything, go to Drew Herring. Yeah.
0: All right. This next one is from Truckee for Life. Who would you guys pick to lead the NASCAR organization if there were a leadership change like Denny suggested?
3: Denny suggested a leadership change.
0: Yes, he did. And he, re- he did reiterate after the race that he was not referring to Steve Phelps. So...
1: So, that means he was talking about Steve Phelps, probably. No, he said <laughs>
0: Steve is a great leader in the organization. So, he is referring to somebody else. What do you guys think?
1: Listen. Uh, An accomplished racer. I think that's very, this Dale? is a very easy question. A very easy answer. It's the guy that moves the needle every time he says something. It's our boss that I... Well, I'm not bosses, bosses, your boss, boss anymore. and just, I got fired this morning, but I, I, I,
3: I said years ago, Dell Junior is your guy. But Dell Junior doesn't have time for that. No, and it doesn't. Don't don't get mad when I say this. It don't pay enough. No, it don't pay enough. Dell Junior, nah. Look, but but in my opinion, Casey, to your point, um, look look at the CEOs. Uh, look, what does Roger Goodell make? A lot. Yeah. What <laughs> do you think Steve Fels lot. makes? You think he makes as much as Roger Goodell? Not a chance. Absolutely. You not. think he makes? 40% as much as Roger Goodell. No. I uh, know. So let me tell you something. Come off your pocketbook and go get a guy like a Jeff Burton or like a Mark Martin. Again, give, give me a super accomplished Hall of Fame driver in the booth. Or even Ray Everham. Give me Ray Evernham right now. I'd take Ray Everham as president of NASCAR. Would you? Yeah. I mean, we talk about this on a smaller scale. Roger to make sixty three million a year. I don't think Phelps is making. I that. don't think Phelps is making twenty. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh! But uh, man up and, and offer Jeff Burton more than he makes doing TV. Offer Ray Evernham more than he makes doing whatever he's doing. And get a guy like that. I, somebody
1: had asked me. So oh, I, I don't even know if he's announced this yet, but I'm going to put it out there. Jesse Little quit racing, and he's going to become a race director you know, that he's begun the training to become a race director. And somebody asked me my opinion of it. And I was like, I think it's great because he is a race car driver. He's, and not, I mean, he doesn't have to be for, in my opinion, doesn't have to be the most accomplished race car driver to be a great race director. Just the fact that he has been in a truck or a car and knows how the radios work. Cause a lot of times we get yelled at from race control and they're like, tell your driver this. And you're like, I can't because he's talking right now. Like, and they're like, tell him. And I'm like, I will. As soon as he shuts up, I will be happy to tell him, but I can't right now. So, like, just to have somebody that has racing experience, that's been in these cars, been in these situations, knows how the radio transmissions work, knows, like, it's just.
0: I mean, Ben Kennedy, I feel like has been been a great advocate for the sport as with his leadership role. So, I mean, I think Jesse What a- What
3: what changes has he made that you're speaking to that you're, you said is so great? I'm asking this question. I'm not I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just, what has he done that you love so much?
0: Well, just, you know, changes n- new tracks and just overall like being a voice for the sport. I-, I feel like at least when he was in the beginning, when he first started, I-, I noticed a change. And I still do. And I don't think that it's as publicized, but I-, I do think he plays a very large role.
3: I would love to see a highly accomplished racer way up in their brass. And yes. Ben Kennedy was a racer. Was he highly accomplished? No. No, unfortunately not. Won one race. Um, he also is a legacy guy. I mean, he's a fourth-generation France. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be high up. Um, I wish I'd have been named France. <laughs> no kidding.
4: Brett France. Brett France. I'd
3: tell you where I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be in race control if my last name was France. I'd be on a yacht. <laughs> You'd be with the other France? <laughs> <laughs> nah.
1: ay <laughs> uh,
0: who is our offer pack question of the week?
1: Whichever one you like, Casey.
0: All right. Let's give it to Truckee for life. Congrats to Truckee for life.
1: For you win life. nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Having this week's offer pack question of the week. It's You're t- the winner of a
1: great big ball of nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is time for us to get to our favorite Xfinity X5 X-Fi More Than Fast moments from this week.
3: Dang, I don't have no notes on this.
0: <laughs> Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. What were your favorite More Than Fast moments this week, TJ?
2: Man, I was really um, <clears throat> really impressed with the, the move that Chase was able to make coming to the line and, and to pass out of four. I think, that's, uh, I think that warrants an Xfinity X5 X-Fi More Than Fast moment.
1: I I didn't see the move. I I assume he got off of two. He must have got clear in front of Jones. He did, and he came down, and then kind of moved up. Blaney, another
2: another half another straight half a straightaway. He's gonna lose, but I mean, well timed,
3: well done. Wait. My Xfinity X five more of the fast moment goes to how fast they threw the caution <laughs> in the truck race coming to the checker flag because that was fast.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go the route of TJ. Because I don't think this guy is going to get enough credit for what he accomplished this week. My Xfinity X5 more than fast moment goes to my Xfinity driver, Landon Castle, who won the race for A.J. Amendinger. And to credit to A.J., A.J. gave him all the credit in the world. And and he basically said, I wish that we could both just park both of our cars in victory lane because he knew that without Landon, he was never going to win that race um so credit to landon uh like i said earlier credit to parker Kligerman for staying with landon and working with us really well and uh the, the the it's tough for us because obviously our job is to to win the race and obviously in that point you're looking for you're looking for avenues to get your guy out and and we were just boxed in and kind of covered we didn't really have much choice but to help aj uh but it was great to be able to push teammate collar racing obviously the history there the play races is great uh so it was awesome to us to push aj to that win Here on Door Bumper Clear, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments.
3: You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With the speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected.
2: With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with faster internet and a powerful and secure
1: connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites.
0: Thank you to Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR.
3: What an idiot, man.
0: It is time for What an Idiot.
3: I think we may all have the same idiot. I doubt it.
0: Please share. You well,
3: go first. A, TJ got a different idiot. You go first. Or maybe. I mean. I, I got one. Is it from the truck race? I got race? three of them. TJ got well, first. One of them's from
2: the truck you race. You go first. Two lady. of them are from the truck race. You go uh, first. I'm going to go to the 42 truck again. <laughs> We're all
3: going to vote on that all guy. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. First unanimous one <laughs> ever. Yeah, what? I didn't think you
2: would go that, that route, that's, right, that's the top of my I'm list. I'm blasting this idiot. Just <laughs> Richmond, Talladega, you just, you're raging. Here's,
1: here's why I'm... God, here's, Lord. Here's, I'm not calling him an idiot for spinning out. I don't give a shit about that. Everybody does this. Sitting Everybody there. spins themselves out. Could you not pick a worse place? He drove to the front right in front of the officials like let's get a like go around the, if you talladega Off of two, talladega you is an easy place to spin out like yeah. like you could you can make like, i'm on the apron i'm half on the apron i spin out oh why are you calling <sighs> an idiot i don't know that we got that we let you get that far uh just
3: for self-spinning and bringing out a caution again again yeah so no. The problem is this is not the first time for him. No. So he wrecked the dog food out of somebody uh, where? Indianapolis Raceway no, Park? Was, Colby uh, Howard. Richmond. Oh Cole, no, he he right hooked Colby Howard at uh in the uh, IRP. He right hooked him, just completely yeah. flat out wrecked him. Um and at Richmond. And Richmond, it was under line. it was under green. So we're mad at William Byron, Meyer Yellow. He about killed this guy under green. You brought out the caution on purpose at what, Vegas? Yeah. And now you've brought it out again. This is not the Carson Hosevar truck series. He wrecked the lap
1: car. Remember, he was, a la- he was getting ready to lose a lap. He
3: wrecked another Richmond, lap car and got the lucky they, dog. They, this is or, not the yeah. way around. You, you talk about parking a guy. You want to park Ty Gibbs, which I'm not saying I disagree with you. This guy should be parked for the rest of the year. This is not the Carson Hosevar truck series. And he needs to be sent that message loud and clear. He is ruining the f-ing truck series by himself. Park his ass. I'm telling you, park him. This is ridiculous. What they're allowing this kid to go out and do every week is freaking Bowman Gray. Yeah. And you, and, Listen, they penalized him a lap. Well, guess what?
1: He was going to lose more than a lap if he, if he rode around with his flat or whatever he had. You know, you didn't even you're, – you're, there's really not a penalty there. Why wouldn't you stop? I'm going to lose three laps if I crawl around
3: here and go back to pit road, or I lose one by stopping in the yellow out. And In both races yesterday and in both races this weekend where this happened, I felt like the truck series was going to play out better without a caution. I felt like the cup series race was going to finish a lot better without that caution for him. You completely changed the end of the truck series so. race. At Talladega mm. in a playoff scenario because
2: you're. An I have a question for you. What if he's being told? I'm not saying he was, but what if you know what happens then? But who's he being told by? I'm, I'm just saying a, I'm it's a team Tyler. member.
3: It's a team member. So park him. That's what. Well, I'm don't saying don't let though. him come
2: to the racetrack. So what if
1: the spotters telling him sit there? Hey, they're, they're done. They're like park. You're if by parking the truck, you're penalizing the
3: entire team. Park everybody. Park. I don't let, don't let him show up. Then the spotter wish he just shut well, up. I'm not saying that happened, but I'm saying like Let's you know, blame Tyler Green. Let's can we blame Tyler. How yeah, many times is this guy going <laughs> to no ruin an entire that. race or change the outcome of an entire race or wreck somebody on purpose? It's just he does it for his own good and he, he messes the race Park up. Park his ass. I'm gonna say it again. Park his ass. This is this is a this is out of control. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's on one of ten, a one out of ten, TJ, ten being out of control. How out of control is this guy? I mean, I, I forgot about all the instances you brought up, and now that I
2: remember them, I mean, it's, it's out of control. How, eight, one to ten? Uh, I mean, it's up there. It's probably uh, seven to eight to me. Park him.
1: I, obviously the picker guy running out is also not ideal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but how about this Bassmasters deal? Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Those, Those dudes, dudes it, how much did they win? I saw something. Well, like, there
1: was ye- they won like they won this tournament last year. They won a boat. They won a boat. The guy just went a little heavy, like you know, he, he just put a little too it many was, weights in there. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars. That oh, they've, yeah. they've, they've, these two guys together have won. The video I saw what? was hysterical. Where they're just, I mean, this guy's just standing there watching him cut his fish open, and they're just pulling lead weights and pliers and fillets All of old fish of out of them. And the guy, they're just standing there screaming at him, like oh, in, they're heckling. they mean, out oh my god but what an idiot dude like i mean I, I really i probably shouldn't call him an idiot because he probably made hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this until he got caught so yeah, congratulations but to you, be but better, now you're an
2: idiot he's gonna be he's probably been. Doing oh they this said really. like he
1: can't fish anymore like they're gonna pull his fishing licenses like it's it's he'll a never be able to do disaster. that again for a, no. for a profession
2: no but that's cheating sucks like that level like i mean i know i know people look for that's like that's bad. I mean, it wasn't like a marble. I mean,
3: no. did you see the weights? Oh yeah, I saw Dude, the weights. Those and the things extra were like fish and the pliers and the, <laughs> and the I mean, you yeah. And he just stood there like he just, he, So what should they do to him? Should they kick him out of fishing? Sh- they should I I mean, I think it's it should yeah. be criminal. Like it, I mean, it's theft. Yeah, You're stealing money for you. One guy years, was screaming that. They should theft. cut off a third of his worm for doing that. Jesus. Well, if he was that's a bad idea. If he was Todd homes, yeah. that'd be fine. He's obviously <laughs> using a big worm to catch these big fish. All right,
0: let's move on.
3: <laughs> that's a bad idea.
0: Let's move on to DBC picks. <laughs> TJ, congratulations. <laughs> you won at Talladega with Brian Blaney. Brett leads with eight wins. Jason and Freddie are tied for a second with seven. TJ in third to six, and I'm last.
3: Maybe he fishes with crickets. Forward. Maybe we should cut off his cricket. <laughs> cut his cricket oh, off.
0: Let's make picks for the Charlotte Does he use Roval. A bird? Freddie. Who are
3: you I taking? hate
1: to do this because the guy just won. Who's your worm this week? It's rarely <laughs> Chase somebody Elliot. goes back to
3: back, but I'm taking Chase Elliott. You had to. He didn't have a choice.
0: After uh, chatting with the person I'm going to pick, he would like me to pick himself because he's also helping me. Tyler said <laughs> to pick himself? is going... Yes, I am picking Tyler Reddick. Tyler, please get your checkbook, credit card ready. Maybe increase your credit. Wanting. That's
3: who I was wanting to pick because I knew Chase wouldn't be on the board. Who goes next? Ryan Blaney.
0: Brett, who you got?
3: Uh,
2: Ross Chastain. EJ. I'm gonna go with the guy that has that's basically in a win. We go with William Byron. We
3: just said he could point his way in. He could, but I'm going with almost the went with Bell for that reason. Bell just seems to wreck a lot. Does Bell wreck a lot, or did I make that up? He wrecks a lot. I mean, he spins a lot. It seems like he spins a lot, but I mean, he well, that's wrecking. Yeah, I mean, he does. Well, wreck if you a don't lot. hit anything, no, i still a wreck.
2: That if I spin out
3: down here on i seventy seven, that's a spin. That's not a wreck. And I don't hit anything. I'm not in a wreck. <laughs> no. Did they throw the caution? <laughs> Depends. How many laps are left? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Hosomar at? Let's ask Hosomar when we throw the caution. Good Lord. I would, I'm telling you right now, I would, oh my God. If, if I ran NASCAR, I would absolutely break this kid down this week. This would be the defining moment when you realize this is my sport, my series, not yours. He literally sat there and, and they tried to give, they gave him, I will give NASCAR
2: credit for, they waited it out like for, ha- Like it was like, uh, they're not even going to throw We're
3: going to race by him next lap and maybe, yeah uh before we jump roval week a lot of people come to charlotte for this race a lot of fun things to do a lot of fan days around uh millbridge
0: Cal- wednesday night millbridge wednesday night. night
3: couch racer is uh we'll be at college racing on wednesday as part of their fan day um a lot of shops to see while you're here jrm's obviously uh, a popular spot a lot of cup shops nascar hall of fame gopro motorplex victory lane karting in charlotte if you love to drive go-karts those are two of the best places you'll ever go in your life. Oh, uh, GoPro is a lot of fun. And if you'll, you want, see, race you'll your see a
0: lot of drivers out there, too. GoPro
3: runs up. 60 miles an hour outdoor facility. Victory Lane karting, 30 miles an hour indoor facility. You feel like you're running 85 on those things. A lot of, a lot of great things to do. A lot of great food in Charlotte. Jimmy Johnson's got freaking bars downtown. Um, this is, we we're, we're, very fortunate to live where we live. Big owls. I was going to say, you going to say a big owls or what? DBC, I mean, DBC
0: party at big owls. Mike Davis
3: told me that big owls is going to have to give us sponsorship money if we keep talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, man, this is uh we're lucky. You got Lake Norman, obviously right here in our backyard. It's going to be a beautiful weekend and, uh, just come enjoy Charlotte. Come enjoy the teams. Come enjoy the drivers that are getting out there, giving their time. There's a big, big event Friday night, uh, Saturday night at the racetrack. We may end up stopping by there. Uh, me, TJ, Freddie, Casey, Duggar's playing. Duggar's playing, Three Doors Down's playing, um, just a lot of fun stuff to do in, in this great city and great area we live in. If you yeah. stop
4: by JRM, there's DBC shirts for sale now, so mm. you can nice. just pick one of those up, or you can order yours online, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah Sweet. Come yeah. So
1: to college, come see us Wednesday, right? Is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. yep. Uh, they, got, at Big they got Big house every
0: night this week. They got, a, they
1: got a driver announcement, I think, on Wednesday.
3: That Wednesday, that'd be have, cool. Um, this is the one <laughs> have, was I, can, I, can, I, can, I can guarantee you that we will be at Big Al's Sunday night after the roll. Guaranteed. And Justin yeah. Haley is not going to be a it's tight be ass. Let me tell you what this little guy did. Last night? Yeah. I oh, was boy. too drunk. I don't know what happened. This he, little guy. He comes, little he comes to Big Owls and he makes a lot of money. Do you know he didn't even pick up my check? <laughs> he didn't. Pay I got that. my tab And it was $350 I think he might have Even walked out And not Dang. even picked up His check At this point I think you might have Paid my check I uh, did pay yeah. your check <laughs> No actually me and you Split it <laughs> <laughs> Me and you <laughs> Me and you Split the check And Doug threw $100 to uh, Jess for, for being a great server um, Yeah He didn't Doug, even Pick Doug, up my check Doug's server wasn't there I saved his life For 30 weeks So far this year <laughs> I mean, legitimately, I saved his life. I've saved. His, I've physically <laughs> labored and saved his life, and he didn't even. I hope every fan that's listening, and I know there's a million of y'all out there. When you see Justin Haley at Fan Day, you give him about not picking up my check. The biggest
1: thing I took away from last night was I just wish Justin's brother would shut the hell up. He I mean, don't talk. Justin says he's chatty. He didn't. I think he said three words to us last night. Can Quinn? we tell the story of
3: why he? Is, you don't remember the story, do you? I don't remember the story. So oh, oh no, I do remember. Drinking, I do he's remember. sitting there drinking Diet Coke. I do remember. He's sitting there drinking Diet Coke, and I'm like... They have Diet Coke
4: at Big Alice? <laughs> I'm like, you don't, you don't drink, man. He's like, no,
3: I don't drink. I was like, oh, okay. So every person that's quit drinking has a bad story as to why they quit. So There was a defining moment in their life. This guy jumped into a pond that had a bunch of alligators in it. Volusia. <laughs> and that's when he realized... Probably maybe maybe this, maybe this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> what an
1: idiot. <laughs> oh, I love it. Justin, you cheap ass. Yeah, what the hell, Justin? Guess what you're doing this week? You're buying Big Al's. All you're right, buying, and you might show up. I might show up. <laughs> might show up Justin's coming to buy.
0: <laughs> me too, honestly. All right, thank you all, as always, for listening. Uh, be sure to watch us on MAV-TV this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you to our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. See y'all this week at Charlotte or wherever we might see ya.
3: Can't wait. Great week. Yeah. Should be good. Love you guys. Holly. Have a great week. Word.
4: Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.